if you are listening to this later on audio or watching you know the recast on YouTube if you want to join us live go to Utreon because on Utreon we could do stuff like what Babyface is doing there yeah there you go I don't know if Walter has any uh, guns there to him I don't right now believe it or not I don't have anything let's see Walter what you got Walt Walt's I don't know I don't know uh, you're a bunch yeah. of plates. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I got dinner close to me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> always, always. Okay, here we go. Yeah, Boom. There you go. All right. So the place to join us live so you, you can see us. You can't one-up me like that. Oh, Lord. There we go. Oh, I'm not trying on. to one-up anybody. He's getting yeah, crazy now. We got to oh, show off our wood. Damn it. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. Listen, the place to jo to join us to see all the shenanigans live is uh, Utreon slash Who Moved My Freedom or WMMF Podcast. That's the place to go. Hopefully, you guys can hear us loud and clear, etc. I'm gonna push the button and get this kicked off right now. Welcome back to the Hank Strange Situation: Lifestyles of the Locked and Loaded. We wouldn't be able to keep the Who Moved My Freedom podcast going without the support of great companies like Franklin Armory. Franklin Armory provides 100% U.S.-made firearms and awesome binary option triggers. Their focus and purpose is to provide freedom tools to all Americans, especially those in not-so-free states. So when you're in the market, please consider Franklin Armory. All right, we are live. Let me get everyone up into uh, the broadcast window here. There we go. We got Babyface. We got Walter. Here we go. Okay, jazz hands, guys. Come on. Let's get the jazz hands going. We are live. I hope you guys have your big girl panties on out there. This is episode 919 of the Who Moved My Freedom podcast. I am your host, Hank Strange. Today is Free For All Monday, of course, and we have a special guest joining us so i'm gonna recognize him right now there he goes goa's jordan stein <laughs> what's up jordan <laughs> hey how are y'all good to be back on yes i can see jordan has very good internet without a doubt also with good internet joining us babyface p there he goes with his awesome internet of 3d printing Oh, he's 3d printing stuff like he's printing up a storm walter keller who also has good internet He's joining most but, uh, days, yes. Yeah, he's you know, most days. He's got a horrible camera, but he's joining us. <laughs> I, right. I got I gotta knock something. I gotta knock something. Um, <laughs> so um as I said, free for all Monday, we have Jordan Stein of GOA, we've got Babyface P, we've got Walter of Safety Harbor Firearms, all here on a Monday. Shout out to everyone in the chat. I see uh let's see who we see out there. I see Asper Warrior. He's very excited that Jordan Stein is joining us. Uh, shout out to Mike Asper Warrior. Flying Rich is out there. He says yo yo yo, as Flying Rich is want to do. Forty two chilled. I see out John there, Crump. huh? John Crumpson. Oh yeah, there? John Crump says who is that sexy man? Oh thank you, John. There's a lot. I of, appreciate there's, it. Oh, yeah, there's a lot of sexiness up here right now. <laughs> Jordan, what's going on, man? <laughs> uh, not too much. Just uh, living the good life, staying busy. So okay, all right. So do you wanna do you wanna let the folks know um, exactly what you do? I, I can't remember was the last time you've been on, but I think things at GOA have changed a little bit, right? You're in a different place, all that. Explain that to the folks. Yeah, so so I I have a different role at GOA. I'm now the Southeast Region Director, and and I help 
uh, fight for the rights of gun owners in the Southeast. And uh, I really like what I do, and I can kind of focus in um, uh, on, on a certain uh, amount of states and uh, just kind of tailor – you know what goa needs to be doing it uh in the south so awesome all right very cool congratulations on that you know we're glad you're still out there i mean part, i mean you mm-hmm. said the southeast mm-hmm. yeah well the best region of the country i'm just saying of course yeah <laughs> <laughs> well, but now um in that southeast region uh florida doesn't fall under your umbrella right wait what Correct. no yeah, it, yeah. it's <laughs> Our breakdown is a little odd, and it, and it was dependent upon, uh, like, word directors we had in different states. And, you know, Luis Valdez, our Florida director, and, and Jed are down there. They're already rocking and rolling, so we just kind of let them do their own thing, and, and I have about 11 states. Yeah. So. I, I will say Luis Valdez is awesome. Highly on top of the, his thumb is absolutely on the pulse of politics here in Florida. Yeah, uh, like he's, like no other. So yeah, uh, we'll give him credit. <laughs> he's like a pit bull, man. <laughs> uh, it, yeah. Yeah, 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 it's impressive yeah. how focused he is on politics. So. Yeah. Uh oh, breaking up there a little bit, but I think I think we're good. Oh, I hope we're good. Oh, okay, there we okay. go. Everyone's here. Did Everyone's you hear anything here. that I said? <laughs> you you were saying something about Luis Valdez. If you, you could say it again. Uh, he's a like you said, he's a bulldog, and he's a, the. He, it's impressive how focused he is on Florida gun politics. Yeah, yes. Uh, what exact exactly which eleven states? Someone's asking in the chat. They want to know exactly which eleven uh, states. So so we got uh, Virginia, the Carolinas, Georgia, uh, Alabama, Mississippi. Uh, Louisiana, Arkansas, Tennessee, Kentucky, and West Virginia. Okay, cool. All right. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I don't know if anyone else has any other GOA questions, but there's been some, there's been some new people added to GOA. I don't know whether or not you can talk about that, but I know there are some new like gun world celebrities in GOA. Is this, (laughs) is this being discussed or not? I don't know. Well, we, we can talk about whatever y'all want to talk about. We're mm-hmm. rolling tremendously. You know, mm-hmm. I, I've worked for GOA for seven years now, mm-hmm. um, you know, starting as an intern. And, mm-hmm. like, the growth that I've seen in the last, you know, five years has just been exponential. And each year just gets bigger and bigger. And mm-hmm. so I'm, I'm thrilled to be working with good people like Luis and, and, you know, in my region, um, we brought on, you know, Eric, uh, IV 88, Iraq veteran 88, 88 as our Georgia That's director. Right. I've known him for a, a long time. Um, and we just, he just wanted to get involved and that's how, how we wanted to step up and help. Um, you know, so we're, we're growing and I think it just spoke, speaks to how GOA has grown and the type of people that we, uh, were attracting and bringing on yeah, absolutely. I think um, that's that was good news to me that um, you know Eric of IV eighty eight is eighty eight eighty eight. I should say is part of the GOA team, man. That's another very committed guy. Uh, you know, so far, so I'm telling you, you know, that's some it's some good people getting on the roster. So I'm very happy to uh, hear that. Um, I don't know if Walter or Babyface have any other questions. Uh, for Jordan here, I feel like we've known Jordan 
since he was like what 12 years old or something like that and still, <laughs> i think still in high school <laughs> i feel I like i feel on, like that <laughs> i saw something on the interweb today i think from uh -huh. trump about okay. a new lawsuit goa one yeah, yeah in North Dakota. Is that what that was? Okay. Is it? A, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Our our latest lawsuit is, of course, we're, we're suing over Biden's homemade gun ban, and uh, we launched it out of North Dakota. Um, but you know, it's and I'm sure we've discussed. You know, it's been discussed on this show in great detail. But you know, they're trying to go after the the you know the evil homemade ghost guns, the the P80s, where you know. The thing about it with me is Americans have been building their own guns since before the foundation of our republic. You know, what? building your own yep. guns as an American is apple pie. And, you know, we know that trying to restrict, you know, ghost guns or, or have more background checks or regulate gun parts is isn't going to stop criminals from buying guns. Exactly. Um, <laughs> or, or criminals from getting guns. You know, is this going to stop us from protecting ourselves and protecting us in the manner in which how, how we choose? Yeah. So um, um, I always a, joke around that uh, making guns is the second oldest profession. The second. Probably. Yeah. Making behind, weapons uh, in general. Second. Behind, behind the first oldest profession. Uh, uh, but uh, um, yeah, human beings have been part. protecting themselves from the beginning. Every single living creature has been protecting themselves. I mean, this has, is what we're talking about. When the, the first moment we were able to pick up a stick and club somebody else over the head with it, we were doing so. Yeah. When the first brother punched the first other brother in the face. Cain and Abel, right? <laughs> you know, it sounds like a joke, but it it's it's so ridiculous. And I think one of the big things in the news, I, I guess we should just, you know, you know how it goes, Jordan, with Free For All Monday. But there's actually people out there now trying to um, just, like, literally get rid of the sec to have an amendment to get rid of the second amendment have you guys seen that news yeah and, uh, and like i saw the headline today and i just kind of rolled my eyes because like i remember writing an article gosh probably 2017 2018 of, mm -hmm. of some artist in new york city uh he wanted to have an amendment to repeal the second amendment and and i kind of wrote an article to refute that but the, the thing about it is the constitution the bill of rights they don't give us the right to defend ourselves they don't give us the right of, of self-defense you know uh that's inherent among us you know i would say self-defense is a god-given right um right. you know but but truly it is um you know, as a human being, you have an inherent right to defend yourself. And the best way to do that is through gun ownership. Um, and, and that's what the Second Amendment is about. Self-defense from not just the common criminal, but also uh, from tyranny as well. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's funny. Right before we came on air, I saw a clip of uh, I guess Biden had some kind of gun control speech today. And during he was interrupted by one of the was it a Parkland parent or one of, one of the parents out there? And that parent is like, no, you're not doing enough. You need to do more. Um, I don't understand when these these people and I know I get it about people who've lost their kids. That's like you can't you know, I don't I couldn't think of anything worse. But you also these folks don't understand that none of this gun control that they're calling for has worked done anything for them is going to change anything, you know, and maybe they should think about going the other way and actually protecting schools. 
you know, and thinking more about uh, having people there to protect their kids, including themselves if they want to do it. I don't know where you guys are at, are at on that. But it seems like futile that people just keep, you know, begging for more and more gun control and it's not doing a damn thing. Well, you know, my, my heart breaks for people who lose, you know, children and, and where tragedy strikes and, um, you know, but like we also have to realize that uh, you, you know, gun control, it doesn't work. I, you know, Hank, you just pointed out how, how it's failed, but you know, we need to be able to protect ourselves and, and, you know, we need to repeal the gun free schools act, you know, the, the federal law, we need to enable, uh, willing teachers to carry guns. We also need to, I would even say just, you know, let average Joes who want to go to a high school football game or, or whatever, carry guns on campus. You know, mm -hmm. and, and protect ourselves, you know, because mm -hmm. we know that's where these shootings happen. Study after sh study has shown well over 90 percent these killings happen in gun-free zones. Yeah, that I think and nothing. It, it, th how can you stop someone who's crazy? How can you stop? stop back yeah. up. Go ahead, Walt. Stop back up. Mm -hmm. The guy down in Miami, down south, was a known problem. Mm -hmm. The guy who just did this other thing was a known problem. If you look back through all these major shootings, even in Chicago, the people shooting each other in Chicago are all known. Right. It's not, it's not, it's not a mystery who's doing it. But you have to have the balls to round them up. Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's true. I think the, they're very known to law when, enforcement. When have, it's not like they're just known to people. They're known to law enforcement. Yeah. They're criminals. Mm -hmm. They're criminals. Mm -hmm. They're criminals. And they go in, they go out. They go in, they go out. Mm -hmm. So. No matter how many laws you make, no matter how, how touchy-feely, all the parents crying, terrible, it's not going to stop a damn This guy in Chicago, <laughs> this guy, this crazy nutcase in Chicago has been known since he was a kid. I think when he was a kid, his mother left him in a hot car. That's, I was, well, I was reading that, about that. No, it does. Stop, 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 stop. That's oh, not geez. the reason he's Brain. a fucking nut no, I'm not saying that. Okay. I'm just saying from then, from then, this whole family, these people were known and people were aware of them. I don't know, and you know. And they commit crime after crime yeah, after crime yeah. after this, crime. This guy, oh, this guy on social media, this guy was threatening people. You know, he's all, like all of that stuff. Text, it's a textbook thing One, that and none, none of the laws that exist did anything about it. Include him, including what social media is doing by coming down on a lot of people. Like social media is coming down on folks like us because we're gun guys. Either we buy, we sell guns, we own it, or all of that. They come down on us, and they and they beat the living daylights out of us. But these folks, they never do anything about. Social media encourages the nutbags because it gives them an audience, and a lot of these yeah. people think that they're a star because now I can get on, I can get on YouTube and I can just be myself. I can come right out and say whatever I want. Mm -hmm. And do you? Let me see. They're blaming UPS for gun stuff, right? Well, why don't they blame YouTube and Facebook and all those for this stuff? Hmm? Why? Well, they're not going to do that because that's the money behind these politicians. <laughs> someone someone <laughs> in the chat said, um, what's it, Shinzo, uh, what's the name of that guy, Shinzo Abe? Uh, what's, what, what's the Japanese, how do you pronounce uh, the prime minister's uh, name? Is ho it Homemade gun. Abi? Homemade gun. I want to say it's Abi. I thought it was Abi, but I'm not yeah. sure. Yeah. So that guy who did that, that was a homemade gun. wasn't three wasn't three D printed homemade gun from parts in 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 one of the mo like what more gun laws can you have over Japan? 
Well, look, look, I've got tools like all over the world. We, 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 if you, uh, Fire's blog puts it out sometimes so that, you know, about all these uh, in Africa and Europe and all these other places where mm-hmm. people make their own firearms. You're not going to stop it. Mm-hmm. You're not going to, you know, somehow it's just like if, if your mama tells you don't go in that room over there, the door's locked, don't go in there. What are you going to do when mama's not there? Uh, uh, go, go right in. Go right in. You're going to find out what's in that room. Yeah. So if they say you can't have no guns, guess what you're going to do? Yeah. You're going to start making them. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you, know, come on. you could have all the gun control laws on, on the books, but the problem really goes back to evilness. And we have all this, you know, these mass meetings and people like to root out if, if it was a Trump supporter or a liberal or a communist, whatever. And, and I, I look at that and, you know, we, we can research for ourselves the person's beliefs or, or whatever. But to me, it really doesn't matter because that person is evil. And, you know, there's no background check that can stop an evil heart. But, it, you know, if I'm ready to and prepared to defend myself, I can stand in that gap and protect innocent life. You could do, um, so, you and, could do something about you know, it in that moment, yeah. right? You could do something exactly. about that moment. Yeah. I think. Well. Yeah. I mean, it's true. What can you look if you could wave? Let's 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 play a magical game right now. If we all put our magical powers together. And we waved wands, and we got rid of all the guns on the face of the planet. Are we going to stop horrible things from happening? Uh, no. 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 The answer. Nope. The the answer is well, no. We can't do it. Uh, uh, if we wave nope. a magical wand, can we get rid of a representative twerking on the beach with her ass up in the air? Can, oh, good know, luck. With and that. then now you, everybody laughs about everybody laughs about yeah. that, but mm-hmm. that is part of the problem. Well, that yeah, that just proves that, that these people don't the, take their job serving the people seriously. That's part of the. What I always that's say that's proves. part of this this process of everything. Just kind of mm-hmm. do whatever you want, wherever you want, anytime you want. Nobody mm-hmm. cares, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think every time, and you guys can tell me, correct me if I'm wrong here, but whenever these bad things happen, and I talk to people in the real world about this stuff, they don't tell me, "Oh, yeah, we got to get rid of guns." They say to me, "You know what?" I think I need to get a gun because obviously when bad things happen, as Jordan is saying, there won't be anyone around that could do anything about it except well, you. You're the, the only person the police, that's going to be there that could do anything about it. Um, you are your own first responder. You know, it's, it's a cliche, okay. but it's so true. When mm-hmm. when seconds count, police are one minute away or minutes mm-hmm. away. Um, and you have to be prepared to defend yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're they're not there to stop it. Mm-hmm. No, yep. <laughs> they're they're not there to stop it. It does. I don't care. I, I mean, mean, you know, we have. Yeah. They, they might show up. The, the the thing in Texas is a prime example of cops show up when they yeah. do to stand around, mm-hmm. and the guys inside shooting people. Okay, so that's not. They're not there to protect you. They're there to clean up when it's all over with. Uh, to follow <laughs> rules. To yes. To to make reports. <laughs> Uh, follow there's, rules, there's, make there's sure more, rules and regulations. There are people in the office who are more worried about being sued than they are about anything yeah. else. They are there to stop parents from going in and trying to save their kids. They're definitely there to do that. Well, they stop cops from going in. Yeah. Cops stop the cops from going in. So, yeah. What 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 happens then? What who who pays for that then? Someone should pay a price for that, right? Never do we see. Never do we see uh, those folks pay a price for it. We don't see. We don't see it in Parkland. You know. I always tell people but, like here in Parkland, that guy got arrested, pled guilty. He was a. <laughs> we known. can't even sentence he was a him. 
he was a known problem, and Obama had a had a they had put this thing in in this program to lessen the amount of uh, of uh, uh, minority um, people in, in jail Incar- incarceration. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, yes. Yeah. So, what good did that do? Also, so, I could just tell you this from personal experience because it happened to me when I went to school in New York. Um, schools don't report a lot of crimes. People don't realize that. No. The cr- crimes that happen in schools, they don't report it because they don't want that on their records. That happened to me in my school that I went to 30-something years ago in the 80s. All these things happened and the school never reported it. And that's one of the things that happened with that guy, right? He was he was up to stuff and doing things and no one reported it. It was unknown. Yeah, yeah. And even outside of that, and, there were people that knew there was something wrong with him and didn't do anything about it. So, and and, and nine times out of ten, when this stuff happens, these people have all been all been interviewed, all been talked to. They they they've threatened people. This guy that did that stuff the last time he'd been threatening people on you know mm-hmm. online. Um, and, but you know we have to we have to we, we can't we can't we can't do anything till they till they kill people. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> I mean, this is a circular conversation. Until someone decides to take your life away from you, for whatever reason, you can't do anything about it unless you could do something about it in that moment. <laughs> yeah, but that I don't know. nine times out of ten, I'll be just you know, I'm not trying to bring anybody down. Yeah. you could be carrying, but you can get jumped. You could yeah. be carrying, and you get it's shot. It's not a guarantee. In the back. Yeah, you can be car- Yeah, it's one yeah. of those things. It's yeah. not a guarantee we're, that you're going to make it. We're going to take alive, a quick break, Walt. Quick break. Coming right. Walther Arms has been making concealed carry handguns for over 90 years, starting with the PPK. Today, Walther is based in the good old US of A and still builds quality firearms like the PPQ and PDP for personal defense and competition. So when you're in the market, please consider Walther Arms. We wouldn't be able to keep the Who Move My Freedom podcast going without the support of great companies like Walther Arms. All right, so we're back here, um, Walter. I, I should let you finish your your thought there. No, I'm I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. No, you can you can finish your thought. Right, you can get out. I'm of sore. Yes, I'm sore from yesterday too. By the way, Next mentioned <laughs> my <shedding>. arm, <laughs> my forearm. It's sore. Forearm. <laughs> what were you, yeah, yeah, what are you guys doing? Pistol shooting <laughs> and having a good old time. Yeah. I don't oh. know, man. My shoulder's sore from fifty cal and twelve yeah. gauge shotgun rounds. You poor. Listen to these poor babies. Huh, Jordan? Oh, li- oh, my, my poor, my poor arms and shoulders from suffering from shooting guns. <laughs> complaining about shooting guns is like complaining fishing. Complaining, complaining about the fish not biting. You know, just be grateful you're actually shooting guns. You know. <laughs> yeah. Look, I'll show you something. Let me see. Should I show this? Walt, uh, I'm gonna show. I'm gonna show this uh, thing that. That Walter brought all his vehicles in uh, his guns over here. Look at what brought Walter brought his this little itty bitty car. This is what Walter came over here with yesterday. Look at that. Can you imagine you Walter? Know, I, get- I bet that gets really good gas mileage. So oh, yeah. I, you know, I actually I mean, going back. I it was getting right around thirty. Right around thirty. Really? Well, that, that, that's a little underwhelming in my opinion. Yeah. With, so, with the cruise control on and just letting it go, you know about. Not too much over the speed limit. Yeah, this is just guns. Walter's taking taken out of there. Yeah, so thirty miles per gallon. Okay, that's not bad. That's not bad. Yeah, yeah, not bad. Yeah. So I'm trying to find some stuff from. uh, I don't know. Are you into bullpups, Jordan? 
I can't remember. Oh, here we go. I, I like all the guns. You like all the guns? Oh, okay. All yeah, right, so- Jordan. Very political. Very political answer there. <laughs> there you go. Check it out. We were sh- we were uh, testing. I don't know if we could say shooting, but we were testing these. We were we we shot them. We got a couple rounds went through these uh, Glock bullpups that we had. That was happening over the weekend. You know. Um, that was 3D printed stuff. My favorite part is where we were burning stuff down, and I'm trying to find that right now. That's because mm. we were doing your work. That's why you like the best part of that. that yeah. Way. Well, I mean. With a flamethrower, yeah. that is. Yeah. yeah. And also joining us, by the way, uh, listen, Flying Rich was here, so big shout out to Flying Rich. But also, Joe from Shooting Gallery NE was here, and I had this big pile on my property that needed to get burned down. So this is uh, some footage. I mean, this was this was a, a lot of stuff that needed to get burned down here. So I'm giving instructions. There he goes. My, my flame to him. My flame to him. Yep. Come on. I, 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 that's me. I'm telling him, come on, get in there, and put the fire on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's kind of what we were getting up to yesterday. Everyone was. I forgot how f- much fun a flamethrower is. I don't know if you've ever. Yeah. Flamethrowers, if for the folks out there, if you've never used a flamethrower, I think you know it's well worth it to get a flamethrower here. Uh, by the way, the uh, cinematic mode on my uh, camera is look at that. That's look at that uh, rain too, man. Look at that I, I can't. Yeah, I can't believe how good that looks. Yeah, this is cinematic mode from my freaking iPhone. That's insane. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, so. Um, iPhone still rules is the best phone. Uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a mega fan of Apple or anything like that, but they still got the best yeah. phone. Yeah. So that's kind of, I'm just, I'm just trying to go through some stuff and show you guys what we, what we were up to here. Let me see. Walter, here's Walter shooting his 50 over the weekend. No, actually this is, isn't this, that's, um, that's, that's flying riches. Yeah. This is riches 50 right here. Uh, come on, won't shoot it. Let me see if I can just fast forward this. I think this is slow mode. Oh, yeah. There we go. It's about to go. There we go. Come on, go for it. Yeah. yeah, it's a lot worse. It's a lot worse in person shooting, shooting a 50. So did you, did you do any shooting this uh, weekend, Jordan? Uh, I didn't get to shoot this past weekend, but I shot quite a bit on the 4th of July. Okay. And uh, I had a lot of fun. My um, I had a little Fourth uh, of July party, and my uh, uh, I have a brother-in-law who is in the army, and it, as well as his wife, and they came out over to to North Carolina, and we shot some, and um, uh, we we got out a couple of my ARs, and I think my brother-in-law and his wife were quite impressed with with my AR because like this is like nicer than my M4. And uh, we just kind of shot and everything. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's, it's you know, you know, it goes to the term of like, you know, military grade uh, guns <laughs> and like right. how much like my guns are nicer than military yeah. grade guns and all. And so, uh, so yeah, but we had a, had a grip, grip, good time. We shot ARs, we shot handguns, also did a little bit of little skeet uh, and everything with some shotguns and all. So I, mm-hmm. uh, it's a lot of fun. What is Jordan. he use? 
Go ahead, Walt. Go ahead. Jordan, where do you call home? I, I live in uh, now. I live in Castle County, North Carolina. Yeah, he moved. Oh, okay. he, yeah, he used to be. Mm -hmm. You got your own place now. Yeah, yeah. I moved. Uh, got just about twenty acres of land. It's oh. it's a stall. Cool. Um, Very nice. It sounds amazing. It's, it's a lot to mow. <laughs> Take that much, but get goats. But, you know, I, I can. I'm I'm really blessed to be able to shoot and hunt on, on my own property and and just you know kind of enjoy my passions because you know at, at GOA everybody we live this stuff. You know we carry guns, we shoot guns, and you know now I can go out and and shoot you know in my backyard pretty much you know anytime I want. And I know a lot of people aren't uh, don't have that luxury, but you know, what I try to do is I just share it with people, you know, mm -hmm. um, whether it's people from church or, or just, you know, friends, I invite them over and let them shoot. And it, it's kind of been a, a thing now where, you know, new people are coming over to my house and I'm you know, showing them the very basics of, of firearms. And uh, I, I really enjoy that. Yeah, that's very nice. Uh, what Did you have a follow up question there, Walt? No, no, no. You got it. Yeah, yeah. 20 acres is cool. Yeah, that's yeah. a. You can have your own range. You can have everything, you know. Living the dream. Yeah. <clears throat> Do you have one room in this house just for guns? Or did you – I don't know if your wife allowed that. I can't answer that question. Oh, <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> uh, I'm guessing that's a yes. I'm going to take that as a yes. There's one, <laughs> you know, one room for the guns. The, you know, when you guys have when you guys have kids, they can all sleep in, in, in one room. They They don't need their own room. That's you know that just that just spoils kids. It's you know it's a waste of money. <laughs> yeah, they all need to just sleep in one room. Matter of fact, don't even not even one room. Just take a closet <laughs> and put bunk beds in the closet, and they can sleep in there. And then you get more room to put your guns in. You know, that's absolutely. A, yeah, take it from me. I gave my kids their own room. It didn't help me. <laughs> There's no damn appreciation for that. So. There you go. Uh, Babyface, did you have something that – did you have a question that you wanted to – No, living on 20 acres is the dream. That's what I want. Yeah, yeah. I can just imagine. Um, now, I was asking about room. I hope there's room for us to come up there and uh, – Anytime. And stay up there. Okay, cool. Well, you bring your own room when you come up, Hank. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. That is kind of true, you know. It, you, did you put in some hookups for RVs? You need to. I think you need to install well, an RV. We can work hookup. something out. We, okay, we can cool. work something out. Yeah, I just need a water line, a sewer line, electricity. That's it. Yeah, it needs to be like 30 amp. You know, specifically, Make, just put in a 30 amp thing. And a, and a internet, a good internet connection for. Yeah, 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 yeah. But if he's gonna move in, he's gonna be yeah. your new roommate. If you have a, <laughs> if you have the cable, you could just do what Patrick does and just run a line out your house into my van. It's fine. It worked for a while, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, it worked. I, I, I might as well just sell you an acre, and you could just just had make that your own. Okay. I mean, it sounds like it. So yeah, uh, that's fine. I'll pay you. I'll pay you in ammo. That that can work. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So what other things? What other things are going on? I don't know if Patrick, Walter, anything uh, going on with you guys that you want to. I know. I was hanging out with you guys yesterday. You probably had enough. I had the this morning. I had to dewater all my firearms. Yes. Did yeah. You post no, I did that when I got home yesterday. Yeah. W Walter, did you post some kind of video about that? Because I've been getting dings on Facebook. Yeah. 
Yeah. I did a little one. I think I did it on Instagram, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, was it Instagram? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I got people. I saw some kind of responses somewhere, and I was like, oh, Walter must have posted something uh, with his. Yeah, I posted it sitting there when it was raining on us. Oh, hold on. Let me see. Okay. Oh, okay. Actually, so what kind of feedback did you what kind of feedback did you get from that uh it's had 1700 views mm -hmm. um people were just kind of chuckling about it and stuff and um humidity gonna be a bitch after that it was yeah uh yeah, yeah just no no real no hate or anything which yeah you know um i, I mean it's not the first time it's yeah. not the first time we've been shooting and it started raining so yeah um Aren't guns meant to be out in the rain? Oh, well, Am I wrong well, on that? Aren't, aren't, aren't military-grade guns designed to be out <laughs> in the rain? <laughs> yeah. The, every every gun should be meant to be out in the rain, I think. I don't think yeah. that should mess yeah. anything up. They were, they were starting to... There was a couple little spots of rust that were starting, but it was just real I had some, stuff. some rust spots on mine. I, 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 just, tried to I, just, I blew them off with some air and gave them some WD and and ran a patch through the bore, and boom, they're good. To yeah, go. so aren't you guys, Please. don't you think those rust, that rust was already there, or rust instantly showed up on your gun? How does that happen? Oh, no, it was it was from the rain. Because mm. they, the they surface were rust in, that I got was from the rain, for sure, yeah. yeah. They were sitting in my, um, all the all the striker-fired guns were sitting in that one bag that I have them in, mm -hmm. and then the moisture just stayed inside that bag, so. Mm. Um, but, yeah, you left no them worries. in a humidity chamber, basically. Yeah. yeah. Well, they were in a in a bag like this, you know. So, yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, all right. all no of Florida worries. is a humidity chamber. Just yeah, that's true. That's very yeah. true. Yeah. But I mean, rust is good. That... Rust means rust is its own protection. In time, it is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it just <laughs> and I'll keep it oiled. That's the one way of looking at it. <laughs> if, if you're trying to get that rustic finish. <laughs> oh, yeah, so no, people but, pay for that. I'm gonna send you guys a bill. Patina, right? Patina huh? finish. Patina, yeah, patina. Well, I'm gonna send you a bill for letting you use my flamethrower. Oh, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you didn't let me use it. I, I I lent that to your significant other. Exactly, yeah. exactly, yeah. exactly. Um, let's see. Uh, Flying Rich wants to know if your if your shooting match dried out. The match, I, when I got one thing I did, I went to the shop when I came back. I got back in town around five o'clock. Went to the mm -hmm. shop. I rolled those out inside the shop, and they were dry this morning. And rolled them up really nice. Put them away. Yep. Okay. Yep. All right. Cool. I did. I so did, I did do that before I before yeah. I went back home and chilled out. So. Yeah, I don't know how much sh uh, shooting Jordan has done in the rain. Uh, <laughs> Do you got so, some uh, kind of a funny anecdote? Um, my dad several years ago bought an AK, and uh, that day when he, when we brought it home, it was raining, and I really wanted to shoot it, like really bad. And my dad is—he um, doesn't—he hates rust. He likes things to be very clean and well, um, well maintained. And he, he was kind of hesitant about it, but I'm like, Dad, that gun was made to be drugged through the mud and just abused. We can shoot it in the rain. So we went out and we just macked up the AK in, in the rain um, and, and came in and, and we cleaned it. But, you know, um, so that's one of my shooting stories in the rain for sure. Yeah. Was it? Was there anything wrong with it after that? Oh, no, not at all. Mm -hmm. No, we just wiped it off, you know, dried it. It didn't, it didn't rust. Um, so, yeah, 
I mean, guns can rust just sitting in the safe, to be honest with you. Oh, yeah. People, yeah. I've, yeah. I've seen guns people put in these, uh, in some of these uh, sleeves and stuff, and they and they rust inside the sleeve, and mm-hmm. yeah, it's just a mess. Yeah. yeah. You could, you could, it's yeah. also a good way to tell what has a good finish or not. What's the matter, Patrick? Harley's car is not starting at the hospital. Uh oh. She said, oh, yeah, come, come help. And I'm like, can you. Security, just go ask security. Of course, I guarantee they have a jumper, like a battery jumper. Oh, you're you're in a massive hospital complex. Ask security. But somebody, All as right. I was on the phone with her, somebody came up and said, "Hey, do you need your car jumped?" Oh, so okay, cool. Key, right. well, you tell me if I'm wrong here. Key goes in, turns on, and goes click, 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 click. That's it. Yeah, you need a battery starting to die. Yeah, so or you she, got a that bat- or, or, bad starter. No, I don't no, think it's a bad starter. The, the battery no. in her car is a better part of like six or seven years old, Uh-oh. which is well past its prime. Oh, yeah, you need a battery. Yeah, we may be buying a new battery tomorrow. Yeah. So. In Florida, yeah, especially. Yeah, Florida I don't think we've ever changed it. She's had that car for six or seven years. So. Yeah. If you get three anyway, years I'm out of a normal battery down here, that's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 This is the worst place. I've never seen any anything like Florida for batteries, man. Florida kills batteries. Yeah. It kills windshield wipers. It kills trim, the black trim on your car. Like, it deteriorates cars real fast yeah you could tell i was just gonna say this with the guns you could tell if you have a good gun or not when you put it out in the rain whether it was finished nicely and all that and the same thing with your car man like honda civic okay honda civics good cars (laughs) but the paint jobs suck on a honda civic and in florida why does it fade so fast because it's thin it's it's really thin the paint is really really thin yeah Yeah. you can always tell like you know yeah, why well, you know you you see my Fiat Abarth? What's going on with that paint job? It's, yeah. it, but it's the car's ten years old too. So let's just keep yeah. That overall, in mind. overall, the Abarth has a good paint job, but there's certain body parts that they must have painted separately, and that has very thin paint on it. So whoever whoever they farmed out the job to of painting that, um, you know, it was it was pretty bad. But a Honda Civic, worst paint job I've ever seen. On a car yeah. and a Honda Civic, and, that, and, that, and that's that's a that surprises me because Honda's you know decent quality stuff normally. Yeah. I had a friend. Okay, it wasn't a Honda. He had a Corolla. I had a friend with a Corolla that he had all throughout like out of high school, all through college, all through early part of being married and everything. And the paint on that thing chipped mm-hmm. and faded and rusted. It was bad looking. Yeah, but uh, it almost seems like they rattle they rattle can Hondas or something. They don't do a good paint job. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) That's where they save the money. The engine perfect. Paint job sucks. I'm gonna go on mute. I will be listening, but I'm gonna FaceTime and see if she needs. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. For sure. You're good. Yeah. Okay. Uh, There you go. If you want to complain to us about some cars, Jordan, you uh, be happy. (laughs) Please feel free. It's it's car time. Next train. You know, I've um. I, I, of course, 20 acres need a mechanism to get around it. And okay. so I have a four-wheeler. So I have a four-wheeler. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I sometimes it's difficult to keep it running, um, you know, through various things. And, like, I oftentimes have a battery charger on my four-wheeler just to ensure that it's going to, uh, you know, keep it charged and everything. Especially because mm-hmm. a lot of times for work I have to travel. And mm-hmm. I may not get home for, you know, a week or two. So I, I like to have all my machines cranked up once a week. That's a personal goal. But mm-hmm. 
with travel and, and other just life, you're not always mm-hmm. to get that. Sometimes that runs out of the battery. So mm-hmm. sometimes I just keep the battery charger on the wheeler so I, I can get around the property. So, mm. um, which could, can you tell us which one you got? I don't know. You know. So I have a, a Polaris 500 Sportsman HO, 500 okay. HO. Okay. So, and I love it. It's a great machine. It, you know, it's a little older, but I mean, it, has all the power i need uh, it's it's great on the trails you know it's great around the property just moving things i, I use it quite often it you know a lot of people say that's a toy but it's really a tool you know mm-hmm. i need it to, to get around and you know mm-hmm. be on my link yeah i think polora did get uh, going? yeah did she get jumped somebody uh yes and then so i called in and i apologize for interrupting but uh her battery terminal is only a positive, and then the neutral negative is hidden somewhere. So uh, they had to clamp to something. They got yeah. it working. Nonetheless, yeah. they got it working. So she's coming home. Yeah. Okay. I have a feeling we'll be buying a new battery tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Tomorrow. Yeah. 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 Um, you know, that's it's Florida, man. That's, you know. It's part of owning cars. And you know yeah. what's funny? Yep. She just paid it off uh, like two weeks ago. Finally got her car paid off, so now, oh, sweet. now it's going to fall apart. Yeah. You know what? I think you need to buy her a brand new car, Patrick. Uh-huh. We've talked about it. We've talked about it. And she's like, Marley, you know, Marley's the saver in the relationship. I'm obviously the spender. Well, she's like, I don't want to have a car has loan over my this, head. This I is, wanna... this, this is still not a good time to buy. So No, 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 no. We're not going to be yeah. buying for a couple years for sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. If anything, it's a good time to sell. But I, I mean, if you sell a car, where are you going to get another one from? That's that's yeah, like yeah. people telling us it's a good time to sell your house. It's like, well, where the hell am I going to go live? I got to live somewhere. You can live on Jordan's property. Come on, <laughs> we'll just all camp out up there. Right. Yeah, uh, yeah, you, yeah. You can you can you can move out in the country and buy twenty acres in the woods like my dad did and live in the middle of freaking nowhere. But, <laughs> in a swamp, uh, in the middle of a swamp. Yeah, nobody, everybody can't do that. I no. mean, the human, the most humans got to be next to other humans, or they go nuts. Yes. Yes. So, um, uh, some of us prefer not being around too many people. Well, but yes, I understand. I understand. It's what hard you're to saying. do. It's hard to do a business out. We wouldn't be able to keep the Who Move My Freedom podcast going without the support of great companies like High Point Firearms and Full Forge Gear, bags and gear for everyday life. Did you know High Point is an American family-owned and operated company located in Ohio with over 30 years of manufacturing experience? High Point is proud to be the home of the working man's gun and your source for affordable handguns and carbines with a lifetime warranty. So when you're in the market, please consider High Point. So a couple of things here. Um, let me see. Hold on. I'll, I'll try to get to... Who is this? Gen Champ Jr. says, what battery has a hidden negative terminal lame sauce? That's that's, a, that's what, common. So, that's so common now. That's what she said. I'm going to take a peek when she comes out, or probably yeah, tomorrow morning. Yeah. My uh, my Ford Transit, my Ford Transit doesn't have it either. But there's something. If you look inside the engine, there's a place that they indicate. Yeah. Hey, yeah. You put it here. Yeah, yeah. Got it's, it. it's it's common. Well, on a lot of. Y- mm-hmm. Yeah, you're you're better attaching the the ground cable to the a point on the engine itself. Yeah. Um, but it, if you can't, you know get what? The, if it, she's up and running, she's coming home. We'll deal with it. I'll deal yeah, with yeah, it yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's yeah. off work for the next like three or four days, so we got time to deal with it. Oh yeah, yeah. you're good. You're good. Yeah, yeah. It ha- it does happen though. So we'll say perfect timing then. Yeah. 
Always how it goes. <laughs> Pay off the yeah. car. Time for the battery. Uh, Listen, don't, don't don't. I was just in that. Battery. I was just in that Ford dealership over there by you, Patrick, and they had like a Mustang in there that was one hundred and twenty thousand dollars. Oh, you, you know, I was riding home from my dad's, and I'm coming to, in the in the Crystal River, and the Ford dealership where my dad bought his truck used. They had a Bronco out there, and it had a sixty-nine thousand dollars price tag on it. On I said, I said, you know, Bronco had, had they've they've had engine problems. The They're dropping engine like, sub thousand miles on some of them. Yeah, and I'm like that little piece of sixty-nine thousand. It looks like a. It's like the size of a of a. Was it a two door Bronco? Was it the two door Bronco? I don't care if it was a twelve door Bronco. <laughs> he doesn't know. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Sixty nine thousand dollars for it. I mean. Okay. Have you guys? Have you ever heard of inflation? <laughs> uh, well, you know, look, I I am I'm, I'm waiting for that Ineos vehicle, right? The the one that mm. looks like a Defender. Uh huh. You know, and if that is seventy five thousand, which it probably will be. Okay. And I'm thinking, and it's the way you want it. And it's the way I mm. want it. Versus some car that you're going to get for sixty nine thousand, that you got to make it the way you want it, and spend another mm-hmm. twenty or thirty thousand dollars on it. It's mm-hmm. like you're not wrong with this line of thought here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, hopefully, you don't have any warranty things you have to do. I don't know who's well, going to warranty the stuff. What deal? Is there a dealership over here that's going to? They're work. They're working on all that stuff. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. 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 You know. But okay. yes, I have sixty nine grand for a for a, no. No, 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 no forest. No, run forest, run. You know, it's like there's no way. Especially issues are happening. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Prices are going to be high. Flying Rich wants to know when the Cybertruck is coming in. Um, I think in about a year or so, I hear, we'll be getting Cybertrucks. I think that Tesla is uh, ordering the parts and stuff like that to build it right now. So It takes a long time to start making a vehicle from scratch. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. It takes a long time. Um, That's one of those things that you don't, don't think about, but... I've always been curious, and somehow this has turned into from gun, gun talk and legal talk. In right. <laughs> we'll get to um, gun stuff. We'll yeah. get back to that. But yeah. I, I've always been curious, the process of, it seems like big companies like Ford are just constantly having to, I would imagine, constantly having to retool for, you, okay. you build for what, six years, eight years, and then you redesign and no. retool. And, you have, and throughout Patrick. the lifespan of the vehicle, you're changing stuff. It seems like it's never-ending. Back Mm -hmm. in the old days, back in the old days, back in the Mm -hmm. 70s, 60s, even 80s, not so much with trucks, but every year the cars were different. Every There was never two years in a row where the car was the same. (laughs) So it was a constant, you know, when when the new car comes out in 1981, they're already working on the 82 model. How, how yeah, but it wasn't. It, but it wasn't a complete. But it wasn't a completely new. It wasn't a completely new vehicle. Well, they were the they were stuff, upgrading certain things. Yeah. Well, no, but the, some of the some of the frame stuff and that was the same. But bodies mm-hmm. and interiors completely different. I yeah. mean, not even. I mean, I the mean, average like, the, to to build a car from scratch to build any car from scratch on average is about five billion dollars. Wow. Well, that's what it costs that's, to develop. That's an insane. So, amount. so right. now, like nowadays, From what scratch. they're doing, I, I and I agree with Walter. Maybe in the eighties, it might have been a little different, or a long time ago, it was cheaper and all that to develop, and it was also less rules. But now it's so many rules that they really build. Uh, any company might have like two or three underbodies. They don't like everything right now, else on the all car is changeable. In yeah, they've been building uh, mo- for a lot. For a while. Of, I did some some reading on that the other day. A lot of companies are just building for the California market because mm-hmm. of I, I don't know why they bother. The laws there. 
Yeah, forget really California. They don't need new cars. They should be like I mean, Cuba. As a, as they should have cars from a, the 50s. Like Cuba. I don't care, what, as a I don't care if California gets new cars, man. As a gun maker, I'm not making stuff just for California. Sorry, I'm not yeah. going to do it. Yeah, I know. It I sucks. Mean, I mean, some of the other peoples do, and they and they tailor their market for California. Mm-hmm. But I, I, no. Yeah. It's tough to develop a new car. Like Chevy developing that C8 Corvette. A lot Pretty went cool. into that. I still want one. Yeah, a lot went well, into yeah, that. Yeah, of course. It, it takes a lot, but you know. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm on board. I, I would bit, like to have one of those. Yeah. you got to build things that people want, too. It's not, you know, don't get sidetracked with all this trendy stuff. I was riding around, coming home or, or this morning, I was going someplace, and I'm in traffic, and I'm seeing these SUV-type vehicles, and they all... Look, look alike. They yes, all they do. those high, <laughs> high ass, the, the hatchback, the high ass end. The, yeah. it, 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 they, and that's what the, the guys that were doing the Ineos, um, the Grenadier, he's like, the guys started the company, he's like, everything looks the same. I can't everybody, tell a Toyota pickup truck from a Ford from a Hyundai, or from a from Chevy. A no, I can't tell. Right. Can't, yeah, I can't tell the just, difference. And I'm a they, car they, dude. They, I used to be able to tell cars from the shadow. I, I, I the new the new Toyota trucks in the front I think are so effing ugly I can't even I, my opinion oh my god they I, I kind of think they copied GMC a little bit Toyota's yes Toyota's yeah yeah Toyotas are getting more it's weird you used to be able to tell the difference between a Toyota and like a Ford or or a GM truck you can't now yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. And then, have you seen like the stupid Hitler mustaches that BMW is putting on? Have you I guys mean, seen that? What I like is all of the Toyotas now. The Toyotas are Honda, and it looks like the eyes are mm-hmm. crying in the back. They've got this like <laughs> thing coming down the side of the. Uh-huh. And it's like I said, there's an like my wife said, there's another crying uh, Honda, and it's like. Eh. Yeah. <laughs> it's so crazy. And, and probably no one believes me out there, but if you look at, there's all kinds of memes out there about the Hitler stash in um, in in BMW. See, like right here, here's a here's a like well, the, that's, that's a, that's I, a can it, I can see it. Yeah, but that's a that's a trademark for BMW front ends that have that grill like the that. kidney. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but 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 they. I'm gonna try to find like a serious one for you guys to see because these are all themes. But BMW grills now are so insane. That it's like what 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 do we what what's happening with the you know with that kidney grill that they're doing? Oh, here we go. Here's well, they, a here's a perfect example. Why the hell? What what's up with this? Oh man, that's what just... what what is what's happening here? <laughs> well, okay, okay. That's a prime example. You look at that BMW, and you look at a Jaguar, and you look at a and a Hyundai. A lot of times, this car they all look the same because one's copying the other. Not the the Koreans are definitely knocking off all the other designs, um, because you know you can't if you can't afford a Jaguar, you want a freaking Hyundai that looks like a Jaguar. I mean, so, look at this beautiful car that they messed up with this ugly ass grill. <laughs> <laughs> what is happening? Uh, Everything else I like about that car, man. It's a two door. Like a, a real like car should be a two door, but uh, I don't head- like. What's up with these? What's up with these? Uh, uh, like chopstick uh, on the front there. You got the big grill and you got these uh, big. Oh, like, those are air air intakes or something. Yeah, I know, but they're like not, they're like they're, yeah, they're, they're not. 
Yeah, they're not even all real. They're not even all real. Things are getting crazy. Okay, so listen, we're actually in the Gorn section, so we should show right. off some guns here. And then we're going to get back to talking about this, like some some gun stuff here with Jordan since we have him. Jordan's yeah, like, definitely, definitely. I should have known this was going to happen to me coming on the show. Um, so, yeah, <laughs> what guns do you guys have? Let's see. Let's see some guns. Who wants so to I, go? Okay, Babyface going first. After our miserable experience yesterday, I decided to gut the bullpup and... Uh, make it into something that looks and may shoot more well. More useful? Maybe, maybe. We'll see. It feels just like a Glock. Uh, I'm very impressed with how the 3D printing turned out. So, yeah, none of this is, uh, none of this is Glock. None of this is... So that's, that's, well, yeah. is that a, that's a Glock? That's, or a, that's a Glock. It's a, yeah, this is a technically a 34 type of non-Glock. But, yeah, no, it's uh, completely 3D printed on the bottom. It does take some fitting. I had to do... Obviously, like anything, I had to sit down and kind of file in some pieces. So, mm-hmm. and there's still a little bit more to perfect it, but uh, it locks back. That's okay. Slide. And how about how, how does it drop the mag? How does it drop? Do you have a mag? Dro- oh, drops free. That's good. You know, my right favorite. The bottom, so. My favorite thing. Yeah, go ahead and do that again. For, but my favorite thing about it is the stippling that's 3D printed. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. No, that's <laughs> the crazy thing. Is this this like hex? Yeah, this look hex at that. pattern that's in it oh, that's is cool. printed. It's just printed into the frame. I I didn't do any of that, which is pretty neat. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. That's um, cool. So yeah, really really cool. Uh, the files, if anybody wants to do their own, can be found on JSD Supplies websites. Okay. Uh, they have it. I had to yeah. go kind of dig in for it, but they are listed there, so you can okay. grab the files. Okay. Big shout out cool. to JSD. Look at look at Jordan with like a whole case. Look at Jordan. Oh my Jones. God! I just seriously, Jordan. What? What is he just, this? He just took a broom out of there. Oh no, it's a. I. That's a, what a break action. What are we talking? Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. So this gun is not impressive. This gun isn't worth a whole lot of money, but this gun means the world to me. Um, it is a, it's an H and R, Topper Model Forty Eight. It's a single shot, twelve gauge shotgun. Mm-hmm. But um, you know. It's got a full choke, you know, you, very flood gun, right? A lot of people would say. But this gun was my grandpa's. And mm-hmm. uh, he passed away last year, and, you know, but now it's mine. And I have a, a few more of his, and uh, it means the world to me that I have this gun. And, you know, it's just... Say that again, just, because you broke up there for a second. Did you say that was your... Whose gun was that? It, it was my grandpa's, and he grandpa's. passed away last year. Oh, but, okay. Sorry uh, to I, hear that. And I have a few more of his, but, mm-hmm. you, know, I, you know, when we shoot skeet or whatever, I you know, for special occasion, I like to pull it out and, mm-hmm. and you know, pop a player or two. But, you know, it's not worth much, but, you know, this and the other guns I got from him, you know, just mean the world to me. And, um, you know, it's just that sentimental value for me is just off the charts. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. just... I like it. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure your your yeah. grandpa's looking down, glad that you know that those guns have passed on to you, man. And his grand his great grandkids will be getting them soon. Go ahead, mm-hmm. Walt. On my Jordan, on my 18th birthday, this was a couple years ago. On my 18th <laughs> birthday, I went out to a local Kmart back then and bought an H and R topper, kind of uh, just like that. And I went home, stuck that barrel in the lathe, cut that thing down to 18 and a 18 and change. It was all legal. I didn't didn't make it. 
mm-hmm. you know. But I had to do that, you know. Mm-hmm. Boy, that gun kicked like a mule. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but there no, was a barrel for a reason. It has a little bit of a recoil pad on it. Oh, I don't let's know see. how well I can show. Yeah, go to, go to the center, uh, yeah. Uh, go the other way. Other way, other way. Oh, there, you way. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, there you go. Boom. Mine didn't have no recoil. No recoil yeah. pad on mine. It kicks a little bit. I wouldn't give this to a you know a first time shooter, but it's not mm-hmm. bad. So mm-hmm. no, no. Yeah. Who? The, the, um, believe it or not, the, mm-hmm. those H and R guns are, are are worth more than you think right now because there's yeah. nobody making those guns like that. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. Who was it? I think H and R. What part? Who did H and R go to? Palmetto State has that. Uh, yes. So we will, we probably will get some H&R guns in the future, but then the old ones, the old ones are going to become more collectible. So there you go. Not that, so obviously, um, obviously Jordan's never selling those. (laughs) Topper, the topper is what, the revolver of the shotgun world? They're the simplest little machines that just, they will work forever. Mm -hmm. You can't break one of those things. Yeah, nope. Asper Warrior says that shotgun will work as well today as when Grandpa bought it, and it will absolutely. work just as well when your grandkids inherit it. There mm-hmm. you go. Uh huh. Hundred percent. Yes, absolutely. Uh, Walt, what do you what do you what do you got here? He's Walt's well, yesterday I I brought out the bag of striker fired pistols, and one of them is the FMK. And the FMK, uh, a lot of people hate it, and a lot of people like them. This one here I bought right in the middle of the good old pandemic that we were having there. Mm-hmm. And this thing has not not worked once. So really? every time I this thing runs, pow 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 pow. Okay, that was huh. kind of boring. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So and it was yeah. only like two fifteen, two hundred fifteen dollars when I bought it. Yeah. So mm-hmm. um, I so I think we got to qualify that a little bit. I think you know for normal people out there, they expect the guns to work. But we are talking about Walter, who literally. We'll put some ammunition from the night from 1936 Egypt. All all you ammunition princesses out there, they got to have brand new ammo. You know, you're scared of it. I'm scared of it. You know, I've shot stuff. I've shot stuff from the World War One vintage stuff. Okay. If it's been stored properly, guess what? It goes bang. It'll last forever. I mean, I'm not. I'm not going to turn down stuff from the 30s, the 40s, the 50s. It all goes bang. And I believe me, I think you've shot a lot of my ammo, that my old ammo, by the way. <laughs> yes, I have. What, so what are you trying to say? <laughs> yeah. Listen, is that, am I making it up, man? You put some old ass ammo. I, I in found guns. stuff. I found stuff on the ground at Hanks that's been laying out in the rain and, <laughs> and everything. I pick it up, I look at it, I shake it, I can hear the powder inside. Boom! And it <laughs> fires perfectly. Yeah. I don't know how the hell you hear the powder inside, but you can't hear anything else. <laughs> it's selective hearing. It's yeah, selective exactly. Hearing. <laughs> exactly. I was trying to, Walter was shooting the 50. I'm like, Walt, can you just hold on a second? I'm trying to get the camera set up. Boom. No, n- no, nothing recorded. Well, another round. Boom. Yeah. Another round. Boom. <laughs> So I don't have anything. So you guys are gonna have. Lola was supposed to bring me a gun. So I don't have any guns to show off because Lola completely forgot about me. And let's see what else you got there, Walt. What's this? This is that that Turkish uh, 1911 in nine millimeter. Um, that's you, the new did one. Did you get a chance new. to try it? Yes, I shot it. Hank shot it. Uh, yeah. How how was it? How did it work? Uh, I mean, 
pretty hard not to work on one of those things. Yeah, I mean, it worked. <laughs> Whatever yeah, old yeah. nonsense Walter was putting in there was good. Yeah. No, I mean, it's that, that, yeah. had, that had PMC ammo you were running in. Brand oh, okay, PMC fine. Yeah. yeah, how come I didn't old, get some of the old Egyptian ammo? Because it will that blow stuff the gun is made up. for machine yeah. guns. It's not made yes. for other stuff. Yeah, Walter's yes. ammo is literally wrapped in gauze like a mummy. <laughs> you know? No, that thing works pretty good. It actually... No, it shot's fine, yeah. Yeah, the finish... What was the one that you... Was that a different 1911 or that one that had that kind of... It's kind of oh, like a greenish the, finish. That's the 45 one that Patrick's going to fix the sight on for me. It is oh. in a box. Uh, it will be prepared for you next time. I'm just going to hand fit the, the parts. And it will be perfect, ready to yeah. go. Maybe, yeah. Hurry as a mo. Forty-two it, chill it says, will. "Blame it on poor Lola." Yes, Lola just was. <laughs> before we started, Lola told me, "Oh, I'm gonna, uh, I'll get you something," and then never came back. So there you go. <laughs> when, <laughs> once I'm doing, once I'm doing the show, Lola knows I'm trapped <laughs> in here. <laughs> um, He's like, "Yeah, okay. <laughs> what are you gonna do about it? Except, what can I do except complain?" Yeah, 42, chill, 40, 40, 42 chill in the chat just mentioned paper shotgun shells. Mm-hmm. Let me dig around. I do have some paper shotgun shells. Do you shells. really? Oh, my God. I, I haven't fired any of these ones, but I would not get in front of it. I would just, just I'll qualify that. I don't get in front of no old ammo. So um, <laughs> I don't want to get in front of old, new, <laughs> my, my, middle-aged. My favorite are the, uh, the old brass, oh. old brass shotgun shells. Yeah. Super cool. Okay, so other than Walter... D- Jordan, do well, you have something me. else to show off to us? Come on, let's see. Yeah. Um, I, I can make a quick trip down to the bunker and, and uh, find something. Uh, I'll cool. be back. Okay, all right. There you go. Jordan's going to get something. We'll Babyface, it all falls on you. I, it all falls on you, Patrick. I decided to go back to the old school. Look at that. Uh, you know, you, on, yeah. on this, I had the, the Zenitco handguard and a different upper for a while. I finally, over the weekend, I was like, you know what? No. I want to go back to wood. It needs the Man, wood again. The, the laminate the wood, you can't beat that on a crank. Sorry. It looks so good, doesn't it? <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm so, just over this weekend, you saw all this other wood on AKs, and then you decided to go back? No, no, no. Um, I was watching a video on Friday. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what video it was. I was watching somebody. Oh, no, that's what it was. I bought a, um, I bought a, a Bison parts kit. Uh, over the weekend, uh, before the weekend, on Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, what? What? The Chitin Defense, I think Chitin Defense or Chitin Defense. He's a real making one? them. Yeah, brand new. He's making the parts kits here uh, in the U.S. Oh. Uh, so he, I bought a parts kit from him. It's one of those things, Walter. This is like the strike. Um, I bought a receiver. I gave him the money for a receiver for the for the Bison like three years ago, and yeah. I've still not seen it. And he's having yeah. trouble sourcing them. Mm. Um, but he is machining the entire part set, barrels, everything. What uh, about and the Bison magazine? What's he doing for you, that? Uh, making them. He has a company producing them. Uh, he has, interestingly enough, I don't even he has, know. With Arms List, you can shop the extensive list of local and nationwide firearms classified. Now, with more confidence because of their built-in firewall, for only six ninety-nine a month for personal use or $30 a month for business vendors. So when you're in the market, please consider Arms List. We wouldn't be able to keep the Who Move My Freedom podcast going without the support of great companies like Arms List. So Bison, as, I, as Bison, I was saying. Yeah, Bison Armory or no? What no, no, it's to? a Bison. It's a PP-19 Bison. PP-19, a, no. okay. Yeah, it's, no, a, it's actually, a, a Russian submachine gun from the late 80s, early 80s. 
Um, so anyways, uh, I've been waiting on a receiver from him, and I have always said that when the receiver gets shipped, I'll go ahead and buy a parts kit because he was making them. And just for shits and giggles on Friday, I was like, hey, uh, when you, when's the next set of parts kits coming out? When are you going to finish? There's a good picture right there you just passed up. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. When are you going to do another run of parts kits? Uh, and I'll go ahead and put my money That's tiny. Down. What? It's a, it's a 9 mil submachine gun with a helical magazine. Oh, so the magazine spirals. Oh. Yeah. Um, and he oh, was like, cool. well, I just so happen to have a parts kit with your name on it if you want it. And I said, well, hell yeah, send it my way. How much? Uh, uh, 950 oh, was that's not the, bad. It, it was the run number two, I think. He's already done two. Uh, he's done two runs. This must have been run number three. Yeah. Um, and then you know, I think it was 250 for the receiver. Uh, that might be early adopter pricing. I I don't want to you know hold him to that. Yeah. But um, yeah. So hopefully this week I'll have a parts kit sitting in the hand in my hands, and uh, maybe in the next year he'll send out a receiver and I can do a video on building it. So. But looking at wood handguards, I was like, man, I got to go back to the wood hand. Mm, very cool. All right, we got Jordan. Jordan's here. What do you got, Jordan? So so I say I like all the guns, right? So mm-hmm. I got the shotgun. This is. This is the gun that I think my brother-in-law was impressed with. It's a, a Colt 6960, I believe. Mm. You know, it's got the the fancy rail and it's, it's got the flashlight and and all the the get the gadgets and everything. The the dot magnifier. So this is kind of my latest and greatest AR. Um, I like this gun a lot. So yeah. it's it's a lot of fun. Look at you. So but, is that a is that a recent Colt? Oh, did I? Uh, yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, we lo- I lost hey, you guys for there for a second there. <laughs> no idea what's happened there. Yeah, I, I was saying, is that a recent Colt? Yeah, I, it, it is. Um, I know Colt isn't what it used to be, but mm-hmm. I'm impressed with this, and I, I like it, and it, it does what I need to do. So, mm-hmm. isn't yeah. isn't fresh my memory here? Isn't Colt owned by CZ now? Yeah, they bought yeah. them out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is not oh, a bad it'll, thing. It'll be. Yeah, no, it's, it's a, a good thing, thing actually. No. It's a good thing. Mm-hmm. No. Um, we were talking paper shotgun shells, right? Oh boy. Look at the old little cigar the box they're sitting in too. That's really cool. Tape, Interesting. It's taped. It's taped together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but wow. these are all double up buck. All but like Peters and double up buck which mm. i'm gonna we're gonna have to do a yeah. video walter has one of every kind of ammo probably where did jordan <laughs> go i was just about to say what is the um what's he's gonna the, run down to the to the, the secret he, base oh did he go did he, he go back down to the okay he I went back so. down to the, yeah there what's everyone using in service is it a 6920 i think a 6920 is what everyone's using that, right? that's what i yeah that's what it is yeah um and the army hasn't switched that right I had a 6960, excuse me. That, that was the model number, 6960. I, I think the, the, the big difference for that one is just the rail. It's just mm-hmm. a Centurion rail. Okay. So yeah. it's got the lock and everything. So, mm-hmm. so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a nice looking gun. Yeah. I'm looking at pictures Thank of it. You. Yeah. Good looking gun. No, it looks good in what Jordan just showed us there. It looks pretty good. I think it, it looked like it had a decent you know, pretty good finish on it. So, Oh yeah. 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 Uh, we have yeah, to, te- we, you know, we have to put it out in the rain, Jordan. See. <laughs> yeah. We need to see if it'll rust. Right. Yeah. You know, so yeah. Next time when you, I don't think Jordan, you've never actually been on the Hacienda shooting. You haven't done that yet. We got to, 
Yeah. I need us to get down there. We need to exchange. You need to come up. I need to come down. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah. We should do an official kind of GOA thing, you know? What part of North Carolina did you say you were in? Yeah. Uh, I live uh, in, uh, I'm showing off all my guns and telling people where I live. Yeah. That's wonderful. Rough area, uh, rough area. Rough yeah. area, western yeah, North yeah. Carolina in <laughs> the mountains. Uh, central North Carolina. Central. Got it. Central, okay. Central, some, uh, central North Carolina in the southern part. We have some property just outside of Franklin, um, mm-hmm. over okay. in the mountain area. Yeah. Yeah. I love the mountains. Uh, yeah. Anywhere. Listen, uh, Jordan is concerned yeah. with OPSEC right now. <laughs> you should, as he should be. <laughs> Do not come to my house uninvited. It would not no. be well for No, it's a terrible idea. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, go, let, so hold on one second. Brian Quick said, did you all hear about Hunter Biden's phone hacked by 4chan? No, I didn't hear that. No. no. It wasn't. No. They say hacked. It wasn't hacked. Mm-hmm. Part. Part of the backup of the of his laptop had a complete backup of his phone um, because that's how Macs work. You back up your phone to your laptop uh, mm-hmm. in the olden days, mm-hmm, um, yeah. and so that that block of data has been sitting there since the the laptop got released. Uh. Um, the problem was that his phone backup had a iCloud lock on it. So you couldn't just install it to a burner phone and look through it. It okay. was locked. Mm-hmm. Somehow somebody figured out what the password is and opened That's the not easy with iCloud, man. iCloud is ridiculously impossible to do. Can I tell you who figured it out? <laughs> can I tell you who figured it out, probably? Who do you think? I, I it, pro- it, becomes, it starts with an I and ends with an L. I could see foreign countries doing things like that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Personally, um, but uh, that's what that's so, the ones that when they who was it that was starts with an I and ends with an L. Israel. Oh, they, Israel. They yeah. they um, they crack somebody else's the iPhone thing. They're, I, I this, what that, okay. What so that story was about, but yeah. Oh, Let yeah, me throw this true. out there for for anybody that doesn't know. I'll, I'll give you guys a primer on the software. Software. One, it's not even a software. It's a hack that an Israeli company has come out with uh, basically using what's called day zero vulnerability. So stuff that is still unpatched on modern iPhones that Apple isn't even aware of. Um, This company basically sells to the highest bidder this package, the software suite, where you can hack anybody's device. It's really simple. It it is so simple that um, they actually, depending on the device, can send you a text message with a string of code in it. You don't even have to open the text and it will start the process of hacking the phone and then at a later date finishes the process and by that point you have complete control over somebody's Holy device. Moly. It's the way that um, Khashoggi, that guy, the, 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 mm-hmm. the Turkish reporter. journalist, or mm-hmm. yeah, that guy, whatever he was, uh, it's how he was followed. The, the Turkish government had his phone hacked using this Israeli software and knew what he was doing. Basically, it gives you a one-to-one. It's amazing. So it, it's ridiculously scary. Uh, but it gives yeah. you a one-to-one of what's happening on the phone as it's happening. It's not mm-hmm. like... And they, I, I think they ground him up and put him down the drain. They did. They cut him into little pieces. Um, mm-hmm. But the Israeli, this Israeli <laughs> company sells it to whoever, whoever's got the multi-billion dollars to buy it. 
they have no scruples about who they sell to. So Walter <laughs> is that. not wrong. This is absolutely fact. Hmm. But on the <laughs> other side, of things, why would I mislead you guys? Come on. <laughs> Hunter Biden's phone has some very interesting things on it. Text messages. His uh, he in his and phone probably he contact information for a lot of very interesting people mm -hmm. that oh, certain people would you, love to, to blackmail and things like that. Yeah. Mind you, when you do a backup of, a, of an iPhone, you get email backed up. You get your uh, text messages, back, all your iMessages backed up. You get everything backed up. Photos. Um, and Joe Biden on his phone was listed as Pedo Pete. That's the name that he has for his father on his cell phone. Pedo uh, Pete. Yeah, I saw, I'm Asper, not kidding. I saw Asper Warrior saying that in the chat, and I was like, okay. Um, I'm not that's, even gonna. That's what Hunter called his father, according to his contact in the phone. Probably all all his Ukrainian contacts are in that phone too. Um, trust me, there's more that people don't do this stuff just to see naked pictures of Biden. Mm -hmm. Hunter. No, 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 no. <laughs> so, what's the odds you think that something's going to come out of that? Because I think at the end, nothing's nothing. going to come out of it. Yeah, nothing will come out of it. Yeah, nothing. yeah. Nothing. yeah, nothing's going to come out of it. Yeah. Um, all right, let's uh, let's switch gears here a little bit. Uh, yeah, yeah, from, yeah. Let's find out from Jordan what things are on GOA's radar that we yeah, need to be talking about, other than Hunter's phone. So I don't know what GOA knows about Hunter's phone and, and any of those activities, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> what's so going something on? Something that that I, I just saw today, even though I think it went to effect the first of the month, and mm -hmm. this is for North Carolina. Sorry, I'm biased. Mm -hmm. But I we just got our reciprocity restored with Nevada. Okay. Um, I, we lost it in 2020, but now it has been restored. So now if you have a North Carolina carry permit, you can now carry again in, in Nevada. Obviously, that's a big tourist destination for some folks. Okay. Um, you know, so in, you can... So that that just happened. How long was how long was that an issue? Was that been for the last couple of years or something like that? Yeah, I think okay. I think we lost it in 2020, uh, and we and it just got back as of the first of this month. Yeah. So, um, hey, see, we take all the wins we can get it. Absolutely, get it. I seem to remember they were trying to take it from Florida as well, but that didn't work out, right? It looks like we still have reciprocity. Yeah, Florida that. still had it. Yeah, but um. That yeah. stuff is all confusing because mm -hmm. just because you have it here and you have certain things here, you don't have certain things in other places, even though you have mm -hmm. reciprocity. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, here in Florida, you, every, everything's a weapon. You can carry any, you can carry a flamethrower in your pocket if you mm -hmm. want. Mm -hmm. um, but if you go to another state, uh, you can't have that. You can't have that butcher knife or that, or that, whatever. You know mm -hmm. what I'm trying to say? Everything's not the same. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. it's kind of confusing. It is. I would agree with that. It is. It is confusing. It's good that it's back. What's the reason that it's back, Jordan? Just something changed in the law. What was? What's the? You know, um, I think our our friends at Grassroots North Carolina were were really working hard on this, mm -hmm. um, and and they fought for it and, and they helped get get it restored. So this has been so um, new. I don't think I have all the details yet because I just found about this today. So, oh, cool. um, you know, but big props to Grassroots North Carolina. We worked very closely with them. In fact, 
uh, just a couple weeks ago, we were, yeah. uh, unfortunately, I wasn't able to go. Yeah, I think but, there's, there's a release. I'm just throwing that up there yeah. for folks to see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, we uh, protested Tom Tillis outside of his office in Raleigh. And uh, mm-hmm. uh, Stephen uh-huh. Williford, who's with GOA now, who was the uh, guardian of, of Sutherland Springs, and our North Carolina director, Andy Stevens, were, you know, in Raleigh outside of Tom Tillis's office, you know, essentially calling him out for his sellout on, on gun control. And, and that protest was put together by grassroots North Carolina and, and they're just a, a fantastic group. So. Okay. Very cool. I think, you know, obviously we need to have more of that stuff happening because we have lots of, uh, <laughs> we've got lots of rhinos out there selling out people's rights right now. I mean, you know, yeah. it's it's amazing to see that. You know, it, I I never I didn't think it was this bad. It's like um, you know, all bets are off or something like that in the last couple of years with these guys. And you know, as, as a North Carolinian, I'm really disgusted by Tom Tillis because mm-hmm. many gun owners didn't don't like Tom Tillis. You just generally, mm-hmm. but you know, in talking with people, many people voted for Tom Tillis and held their nose while they did it because they were thinking of the Supreme Court and, and other issues like that. But they did not vote for Tom Tillis to mm. sell them out on gun control. That mm. was not their um, – that's not why they did it. They, they mm. voted for him to uh, protect their rights, to be a champion for the Second Amendment. And that's not what he's done. He, he said no. I'm going to sell you out because I think it's going to help me look better, you know, mm-hmm. or or I want to appeal more, more mainstream. But, you know, when it comes to the Second Amendment, our rights aren't up for negotiation. And, you know, it's it's truly eye opening, you know, uh, to, to see just how quickly they can turn around and sell us out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Let me get uh, this in here real quick before we move on. Um, by the way. Patrick and Walter are collaborators on this video here at Utreon. So anything that you guys give, each one of them gets 33% of it shared with me. So that being said, Armin and Axes gave us five bucks. He says, tell Jordan I said hello. I could just text him, laugh out loud. Just good to see him here. Also, uh, WW1 Cordite Ammo Walt. So there you go. Uh, No, no, I mean... I'm I'm a I'm an equal opera I believe in uh you know I, I like our my senior ammo it doesn't scare yeah. me no. <laughs> it's got cordite in it I'll pull the trigger don't bother me well, just, yeah. oh you gotta I gotta remember about the old old ammo it's all corrosive yeah so it, American stuff it doesn't make any difference all corrosive so clean your gun afterwards yeah and long as the case long as the cases aren't crusty and and rotten you know if the cases are clean rock and roll yeah so. if you see ghosts coming out of the ammo. Yeah, at some point. Well, who are you gonna call then? <laughs> yeah. So listen, to get back to to get back to GOA here, I, I would think right now GOA offices are like staying busy and running overtime. Even though we had some positive news uh, come out from the Supreme Court, it seems like there's all these states just making up even crazier laws now. Um, you know what? What's your opinion of that? And you know what's GOA's opinion of that, Jordan? Well, so. Obviously, we have had a very good, you know, Supreme Court decision uh, with Bruin, and um, but now we're seeing states, and you know the usual suspects like uh, you know New York, um, who are trying to make it even harder 
to carry a, a firearm, even though that's what the Supreme Court said you have to allow them to do. So they're they're jumping through all the hoops and they're um, uh, having all these gun free zones and all these atrocious laws, which just is the opposite of what the Supreme Court said said to do. And um, you know, it's almost like how we've seen Second Amendment sanctuaries or or uh, stuff like that pop up around the country in more pro-gun places. Well, it's almost like it's a gun control sanctuary in, in these other places. But, mm-hmm. you know, it's, you know, places like New York are just really, uh, and the, the laws that are, are, you know, being passed are really just on the face of the Second Amendment. It's, it's the opposite of what the intent was. And yeah. even we have such a great, strong, clear ruling they, they, they just don't care. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, I guess it would just be more lawsuits and more challenges going forward. Yeah, I mean, I think we all kind of knew it was going <clears> to <throat> it was going to come to this. You know, obviously, I think we all celebrated the Supreme Court's decision. <laughs> you know, Walter's making uh, air quotes now that uh, he, he predicted That's this. What I was saying. Yeah, I think a lot of us, I think even GOA would have predicted this. How oh, long yeah. How long can this go? How long can these guys actually stall this stuff? And what's the next move? So the, the Supreme Court comes out with this decision, should be the law of the land. Then the states start layering uh, things on top of that. How long can this ping pong game go on? You know, that is a really interesting question. And maybe the explanation is longer than the time we have left, but... Um, you know, it's the whole thing with even the Bruin case is like the, the decision that came down was like, it wasn't anything revolutionary. It, it told gun owners what we already knew. And that's, you have a right to defend yourself in public. Like, yeah, everyone knows that we started off the, the show talking about your inherent God given right to defend yourself that right. we see in nature, you know, that we see, you know, you don't get in between a mama bear and her cubs, right? Because she's going to protect her cubs, right? right? And that same inherent right of self-defense lies to humans. You know, I say it comes from, comes from God. And, you know, that goes about as you – that applies to how you are out of, about in public. And, um, you know, so the Supreme Court just set a very basic principle that has been, you know, in common law since, you know, since, you know, since God created the world, in my opinion, you know. Um, so it's it's, it's just going to come down to. Um, We've got a minute, but we'll we'll answer this question as we go over into the next segment. Go ahead, Jordan. You know, well, really, I think what it comes down to is we we need to start having better better people in office right Mm -hmm. because and we need to vote uh and vote responsibly um and and i I get it you know Mm -hmm. there's areas that is very difficult for pro-gunners to to get elected but Mm -hmm. you know that's where the accountability needs to come from um is better elected officials better statesmen you know we need uh you know perhaps we need some some elected officials who aren't dancing on the internet um, but you know who actually know what thing or two about the Constitution? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's um, you know it's it's really shameful that the these states this is this is their answer to this. You know, like hey, we're just going to make it worse for the people who live in our states. We're going to take a break. We're going to come right back.
We wouldn't be able to keep the Who Move My Freedom podcast going without the support of a DAO or decentralized autonomous organization like Tusk Crypto. Tusk Cryptocurrency is a firearm-friendly e-commerce option for online payment transactions secured on the blockchain. So when you're in the crypto market, please consider Tusk, T-U-S-C. Yeah, I think the big question that folks want to know out there, you know, let's say the folks who are in New York, the people who are in, uh, let me see, states affected by this kind of stuff. I'm going to say Delaware, for example, where you can't, it, it is a little bit easier to get a CCW, but you have to jump through some ridiculous hoops. Like you have to publish in your local newspaper your intention to get a CCW and all that. Uh, Maryland has some crazy, New Jersey, you know, it's not an easy place to do it. Here, There's lots of people around the country because I think it was nine states that that yeah. um, that this really affected that had these we may if we freaking feel like it issue laws I think really the question everyone wants to know like when the hell do these people actually get relief how long are they going to be denied their second amendment rights well I think we have seen some at least to a degree in some states some compliance with the law I think Maryland you know uh, if I am correct I could be wrong uh, it is it's complying with the issue um, and essentially becoming shallow issue because essentially what the rulings you know did is striking down may issue jurisdictions um, in, in you know so they would have to be essentially shallow issue mm-hmm. um, so you know it's we're just gonna have to keep holding them accountable because they're you know the anti-gun gunners are going to weasel their way out of doing this because they don't want us carrying guns they don't want us owning guns that they want to have the monopoly on force and so we have to keep them accountable go for it here's a question Mm -hmm. because from from uh, my brain always comes at things from a more libertarian laissez-faire thought process but is it just do you see this from the law side from the legal side because you're constantly reading the briefs i'm sure do you see this as just the the people that are against firearms want a monopoly on power? Is like do you do you feel like that is? Because to me, I don't give a rat's hairy ass. But I, I don't care at all if people have whatever they have. You know, I, I couldn't imagine myself wanting to tell people no, you can't have that. It just doesn't work in my brain. So. No, I, I'm with you, right? Um, I, I I track on that mindset. You know, I don't want to force people to ca- own or carry guns, but if you want to do it, you know, get your machine gun, right? That's uh, <laughs> right. Like if you you can have whatever gun you want, I don't care. Carry it in the White House, right? Mm-hmm. But you know, I, I think there are people, you know, and there are uh, in this country who are, are powerful and they want to have a have a monopoly on control and you know having certain type of firearms or or, or carrying them out in public or or being proficient in that stands in the way of them imposing their will on us you know um you know they they want to force us to believe things or or you know and i'm speaking just in my personal opinion on, on this or take force us to get you know a shot or force us to use certain pronouns for things and go against, you know, your religious beliefs and, you know, your firearm gets in the way of that. And for me, that's why I'm so passionate about this issue, because, 
you know, having the right to keep and bear arms is the, the teeth to protect my, you know, my beliefs, my, my to express my faith, to um, uh, fight for the values and, and pass on the values that I, I want to my, to my children. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, being armed is is what is, the, is it's our people's liberty teeth. I think George Washington is quoted as saying that. I'm not sure if he did, but the concept is wonderful. We guns are our teeth that actually uh, are able to protect. Our, our firearms, our, our our lifestyle, and our way of life, and our other freedoms. Yeah, I I don't think that's without a doubt. I just you know, and for us living in Florida, people living in 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 the states around the country that weren't so as affected as these nine states that are doing this. There's people yeah. in those states, and and for sure, I think uh, Maryland has backed off for now. So far as I could see, right? But the other states haven't, and they've just layered things on there. And there's people in those states. So, like, when when the hell do we get relief? What does it take? What has to be I, done here? I wonder, again, going back to the heart of why anti-gunners are anti-gun, I wonder if some of it also has to do with grifting. Like, in the same sense as uh, Al Sharpton and, and Jesse Jackson, the only reason they do what they do is because it makes them a lot of money. Mm-hmm. I wonder if some of these lawyers that are on the anti-gun side – might just go listen i'll fight for for this as long as you want because it is a solid paycheck for the rest of my dates you know no uh, we're being a government lawyer is not like being uh, morgan and morgan well okay. no it's, but like it's, it's, like, a, it's a different uh, brady. it's a different world brady they i guarantee have a crap load of lawyers sitting over there well, looking where where they can do things you know but they have people that are fine yeah. bankrolling yeah, yeah i don't so think the money's exactly. coming just from the government i don't think the money's coming from just from, from the government and then unfortunately for the for for the organizations out there let's put it this way like who's fighting for the people right it's organizations like goa uh fpc ex- you know whatever organizations that are out there the folks uh you know support that are fighting for their freedom who is it that actually goes out there the government someone someone already said in the chat i think we all know this they're basically fighting with your money right yes well money they could print it's not even your money they could just print it devalue your money and keep fighting you with it what i'm trying to find out and and i don't necessarily obviously like jordan can't tell us (laughs) you know what i'm saying because all all you could do at goa is to keep fighting in every single place and i know you guys are doing that but what point are they going to get to when they stop? I mean, the logical yeah. next point, the ne- the logical next point here is that obviously there's going to be challenges in those states saying, hey, this is a direct violation of Bruin that just came out. You know, they have to seek, uh, there, there has to be some kind of massive monetary uh, cost for that, I, you know, at, but even where does that stop? The government there in New York, they could just go, okay, we're just going to keep fighting that. How many years I, does it take for the well, Supreme Court I, what, to bring it up what again? What really encourages me is that a lot of people like to say that the politics is, is downstream of culture, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and we have so many new, new gun owners now. You know, so many more people have bought guns, mm-hmm. you know, um, and, and, and are getting training and and get their permission slips to carry, or maybe they live in a constitutional carry state now. Um, mm-hmm. But we have so many more people. So I think the culture um, that we have, if we can capitalize on that, that's what at GOA, what we're trying to do. You know, Hank, you've been so generous. And you've highlighted some of our outreach programs. Um, you know, we're, we're trying to affect the culture 
because then in turn that will affect politics that will help us kick out these people you know uh kick out the elected officials because in many states you know uh your state legislature has impact on your courts um or their judges are elected you know just by the people um so we can have a bigger stronger pro-gun voting block because we've changed the culture Mm -hmm. Uh, and then we we will have it because you know when these issues come up we'll have a pro-gun courts and you know hey you know this you know new york with your gun laws that's awful and you have to do that and uh and reverse it and actually abide by the constitution because the culture around guns has changed can they really drag i know walter wanted to say something here um and you could jump in walt but can they really drag new york to that is there what is the how do we force new york how do we drag they new york to can't. that that's part of the problem, and I'm out of focus again. That's part of the problem is the – as far as I understand it, the Supreme Court can make rulings, but they have no way of forcing those rulings upon anyone. States have to take them up on their own, and the only way of forcing it upon a state is somebody within that municipality municipality has to sue, and the damages have to be big enough where the state will go, oh, we don't want this to happen again. We know we're going to lose if we keep following this path. Um, but otherwise, the Supreme Court has no way. Has of the state ever been rules? Yeah. As this, go ahead, Walt. I, I know I interrupted you before. Well, we yeah, say? I mean, the, the 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 best way to change things is get these bums out of office. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's the. That's what Jordan is saying, things. right? Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, yes. right. In, in a nutshell, yeah, you got to get them out of out of the picture, but they're not going to leave willingly because it's a power trip. I mean, so and again, money. And, and, it's, and it's a way. And it's a way to make a lot of money. Look at these these people get elected in office as poor you know, whatever child they are. And next they leave and they're millionaires. Yeah. I mean, because this is why, like we're talking about this Rhode Island state Senator twerking. I mean, this is why you're you're basically, this is money. Why would you be out there doing this kind of thing? Except to you, you know, you're locked in and then, Hey, you're just making money off the people. Let's talk real here. Mm -hmm. She's elected from a, from a district where it's mostly black people. from. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. And a, a lot poor, of people a poor a poor of, district. <laughs> well, a lot of people in the hood or those right. neighborhoods think that is the coolest thing they've ever seen. You're not and wrong. She, is she might be right. And they Can't like that, that big booty. They, they like yeah. that big ass shaking all over the place, right? Okay. Well, until you change those people's mindset where they where they go, she's wasting her fucking time. What is this woman doing? Until they realize, yes. Until you realize the politicians don't care about you because she comes from she comes from a poor district. That obviously your politician from that district. Look, people could do whatever they want to do, you know. But if you're a politician serving the people and the people in your district are suffering, and you have enough time to go out on a beach and do that. This is the pro- and I agree with you. It's the problem. Will will we ever actually be able to get rid of these people in places like New York or California or anything? The people as, there aren't willing to get rid of them. As long as the societal uh, norms allow that type of activity, you're never going to get rid of them, ever. Yeah. <laughs> then, and so then these states will never really be part of America. They're never gonna. They're never gonna give. Yeah. The people of these states access to their rights, uh, you know. Well, these people need to realize that these people are stealing from them, and until they do, you know, if somebody's stealing from you, you're gonna eventually you're gonna get tired of them and go bust chops, right? I mean, you know, you know, Elections have consequences, 
right? Yeah. You know, I mean, so. that's, that's, we're, we're facing that with, with Biden, right? And no matter your thoughts oh, on 2020 election, he's president. Right. And really, you know, that we're, yeah. that's, you know, we, he, you know, signed gun control law, and that's a consequence we're going to have to face. So we got to change the culture, and then that will change the politics, and that will change um, our, our rights. You. you have yeah. to, that whole societal de-evolution is part of this whole problem. Yeah. So, you know what's funny yes. is it's I, – I don't think the the culture war from young Americans I don't think is necessarily the hardest fight. A lot of people like guns. A lot of youngins loved guns. A lot of people watching people like Brandon Herrera or stuff like that are already interested in firearms. So you're already halfway there, which is great. You know, that's the good thing is it, guns are cool as hell. You just have to the, – the harder part is getting somebody from, yeah, guns are cool as hell to, listen, vote. go vote. vote. This is why they're cool as hell and you need to want them to keep them and then uh, the whole politics side of it is so on, hard. On that election day or that tie you yes. early vote, yes. I, yeah. I'll do it later. Ah, it doesn't yes. matter. Uh, yes, yes. That's know, a lot more like, difficult. I, I got to go, go do this or I got to do that. You know, and yes. you know But yeah. you know what the thing is? Here's here's my – so I agree with everything that you guys are saying wholeheartedly, right? And what did mm-hmm. I – like I'm a person who grew up in New York City and, and we moved away from there. When we moved from New York, we moved to New Jersey. I don't know. I don't really feel like it was any better. And we and that's how we wound up moving to Florida. So the first thing I did was move away from there, just get away from it, right? But what is it going to take that really changes people who live in these places and cannot just get up and move? I, I, and, and my answer from it, I'd like to hear what you guys think is the answer to that. My answer is they have to really suffer. They have to really, really feel the pain in order to change. Because right now what's happening, the rest of us are holding up a lot of these states and they're not suffering. The people are not suffering and feeling the true pain of what comes out of what their politicians are doing. During the whole pandemic, did anybody really suffer? And why didn't Obviously they suffer? Not. Because, Obviously not. Because the government was handing out money. The okay. government's not going to. The government's not going to let these people suffer because if they do, like you said, they'll finally realize, well, f with this stuff. I got to go do but something. But are people suffering yeah. now? And this sufferation that people are having right now is going is going to go on for a few years, even if we swing the pendulum back the other way. Because even though it didn't look like people were suffering, we got inflation. We got people not working and producing things. All kinds of stuff has been set in motion for for for. For those, uh, what was it, well, like two and a half years or something that we were going through that? And we're going to pay for it for at least another um, two and a half or three or four years. So hopefully at this time when these midterms happen, something happens. But I'm not I'm not betting on it. This is not the 90s. You know, it's not the 90s anymore where you didn't have the influence of the Internet and everything else. Mm-hmm. Now, now people, they sit and they watch. They're like, you know, they all they do is they watch their phone and what pops up on their phone. Mm-hmm. And um they don't people don't react the same anymore yeah so uh jordan Jordan, you're gonna say something i i just have a comment um Mm -hmm. some of these people who are you know behind enemy enemy lines Mm -hmm. do they know that their rights are even being infringed upon because i don't leave my i haven't left my house today but i have a i'm carrying a gun that's my mindset right some people and this is where how we need to affect the culture but some people don't even 
think about carrying a gun. That doesn't even enter their mind because they've been brainwashed or taught that, hey, guns are dangerous. Only the police should have guns or, uh, or you know, we don't, you don't need to carry a gun to protect yourself or all, any of that type of nonsense. So, so they don't even realize that their rights are being infringed because they don't know they had the right to begin with. I think – I think the answer to that is yes and no. I think there are people in California or New Jersey or yeah. New York who do want to defend themselves. They do yeah, realize absolutely. that exists. They are law-abiding, hard-working people. They mm -hmm. realize that even though there's a shit ton of cops, the cops are never there when they're getting robbed you know, or assaulted mm -hmm. or whatever. I think they realize that. And ultimately, yeah, I think the easiest decision to make is the one where you, can, where you get out of there if you can. Right. And uh, but I think that there's a lot of cases where people can't get away from that. Yeah. You know, well, go ahead. Go ahead, Patrick. I think you want to say. No, something. there's just there's so many things. Avoiding a confrontation is always the best thing. Mm -hmm. um, I, yeah. I actually just taught uh, uh, somebody. Uh, the C my, I ran through the CCW course the other night for somebody. And I always try to stress that, like avoiding situations, oh, yeah. keeping your head on a swivel, mm -hmm. knowing what's going on is always your best situation. But. If push comes to shove and you have to use it, then here's how you're backed up yeah. by it. No, I think um, I, I understand that. What I'm saying is, what is? Do you think there's ever going to be a point in America where these states, like we just went through, we just went through this thing for two years, right? And and th those states are still functioning, and they shouldn't be. Well, <laughs> they shouldn't. And that's be. exactly what I said. Do you think the federales are going to let these people? suffer really suffer not not no no, no, no i don't no. think so unfortunately no you know they want to no. they want to lower the gas tax that's you know for a short period of time well why don't you just get the hell out of the energy business and let the companies run it and guess what will happen you'll have all the energy you can freaking use forever once the government gets no matter what they no. do they no matter what they do they can't physically drop the price of gas just based on inflation alone no Get so I mean, we're not we're not gonna see we're not gonna see two bucks ever again. Sorry. Well, you I guys would be lucky you. if you ever see three bucks. You want to no, bet? I think it, I think it'll happen. You no, I'm with bet? Walter I'll on this. I'll put a bet on this one. Uh, I, I I don't think so. Uh, what, remember, remember Obama? Remember Obama? <laughs> Obama? It was for something a gallon too. Remember? Uh, markets remember correct themselves. It yes. just depends on supply and demand will fix it if you get the hell out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> you have to I, I agree. Of, I agree with that. If we get the hell out of the way, but what is the, what what the is there anything that like shows that these the guys are going to get? Yeah, what shows well, that they're going to get out of the way? Well, as soon as okay, look, man. You remember when Biden got elected? He started canceling contracts. He started shutting down oil leases. Mm -hmm. And guess what happened? The oil companies said, "All right, fine, sure." Mm -hmm. up, up, yeah, because they knew they're going to make up, up, up. massive. Yes, exactly. No. Mm -hmm. Right. Well, the oil, the, I mean, the, the oil companies are going to make money regardless of what happens here, because the reality is we need these fuels in order to, to keep everything well, yeah, moving and so forward. Let's not, I mean. let's not pussyfoot around. <laughs> let's not pussyfoot around with all this stuff. And let's pump this pump the stuff out of the ground and refine it and, and put people to work. Tens of thousands of jobs in the oil industry are not. People aren't working now. Yeah, I agree with you. And I think that the, the Americans out there that are really suffering from this high kind of stuff. Jobs. Yeah, the, the Americans who this extra hundred dollars means that, you know, they can't go on vacation or they whatever it is yeah. every time they fill up. Or I think I think they don't give a shit about politics right now. I think they agree with or, you. They're like, just or, just or get kids, that stuff the out kids, there. 
Or the kids might not be eating enough food. Yeah. So, you know, so, and you look, I mean, that whole region in the middle of the country, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, there's oil through that whole region there. When Back when Obama was the presidente, mm-hmm. that was a boom in that part of the country. People were pumping oil, I mean, when it went up so high to get prices before. Now, I don't know if that's happening now, but, you know. I think I think this is a tough I think it's a tough thing and as it relates to guns there are people in the states when you, when you saw for example in the news there was this guy in New York City in the bodega the who moved my freedom podcast is made possible by our partners at 2A Commerce veteran owned and with over 20 years experience 2A Commerce is the leader in custom e-commerce and web application development in the shooting sports industry. Clients include major brands such as Guard Dog Body Armor, Sylvan Arms, AccuFire Technologies, The Tactical Games, Warrior Knife Company, and yours truly, Hank Strange. Visit 2A Commerce and support this show by supporting them. Once again, visit the number 2acommerce.com. Right. Okay. Before I so rudely interrupted myself, I was talking about, uh, you know, this guy, I think he's a grandfather that was working in a bodega and was assaulted by a guy and decided to defend himself, uh, you know, and, uh, and, and wound up, you know, killing this guy with a knife. But he, he, he felt like he was in danger. He had to defend himself in New York city. That guy's catching murder charges from the, and the guy that he was, yeah, he's in he's prison. He's currently sitting in Rikers Island, and that place is. I looked at some videos of that place. That place is. It's not fun. That is an awful prison. Yeah, um, my dad. When when my dad started teaching in New York City, that's you know that's where the Board of Ed sends you to, and I remember him telling me that it made him depressed for a long time. It's it's a bad. Yeah. It looks like a bad place. Yeah. So. <laughs> You know, the, I mean, this guy is defending himself against like a career criminal. And this is what happens in New York City. And this is what a lot of people are facing. You well, know, and, and again, how do they get away from this? But, but what do you, how do you fix that? You get these New York politicians, city politicians out of office. I mean, that wasn't always the case in New York City. Yeah. There was a time in New York City where it was run a little differently. Um, uh, please don't, please don't say by Giuliani. I know you don't want to hear please about don't it. Say, please wait, don't say wait, by Giuliani. Wait, Giuliani was a criminal. Wait, wait, way, way before you were in the United States. Way, way before you were in the United States. Maybe, okay, maybe, but not Giuliani That's though. So, I, I lived in New York City. I know, I know, I know. Yeah. I, know. I, I smelled Man. New York City before Giuliani. I smelled it after. And I smelled better with Giuliani. Though. Um, listen, I'm no, I'm not, I'm not. I don't have any problems with the tough on crime thing. The problem is, and this happens in places like New York City and in California. I mean, we saw that with the current vice president. The people who are in power, and including those in law enforcement, they don't really try to help the people. They try to help themselves. That's the problem with Giuliani. And I think even with, uh, what's her name, uh, Kamala Harris or whatever. She was just really trying to help herself. That's the problem with all politicians. All, yeah. Every single one of them. Yeah. Exactly. I want to see the people really help people. And I think one of the things that can really help people in America where they have this kind of problem is if they can defend themselves. Yes, absolutely. Even when you take the guns out of the equation, this man had no right to defend himself. It's insane. You still have to have law and order. You can have all the guns in the world, but you don't want it to turn into the Wild West with your guns. You still have to have 
I'm, people I, enforcing the laws. I don't. I don't. I believe that. But <laughs> here's the thing: is you have to have people who have. I like, shouldn't. You have to have people who have integrity. It, it, we, we need yes. people who I, have I, integrity. I, 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 right. I agree right. with that so much, Hank. I, I think of so many of our founding fathers who who said items to the effect that our republic is made for a, a moral and righteous people. And, um, you know, we, and I'm speaking personally, I feel like we live in such a godless society, you know, where um, we elect people who, you know, we've talked about it before, who dance and, you know, all sorts of ways. That's our elected of politicians now. You know, we need to change the culture and then which will change the politicians. Yes, people in, in general in society, we need to have limits of what like what you can what you could do or say or depict and all that kind of stuff. Uh, publicly. Moral. Yeah. Kind of some, some kind Listen, of moral the, 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 the mayor of New York City was a police officer. OK. And right now that guy is is getting charged with murder, as Patrick said, is in Rikers Island. And the mayor of New York City was a police officer. This is a completely different thing from Giuliani, right? Only separated by party. <laughs> Do you understand what I'm saying? Someone who says that, oh, I care about, you know, minorities. I care about people out there and what they're going oh, through. And he, he doesn't and he give a, a shit. What are you talking about? Yeah, he is I a know. minority, right? Right, right. But he doesn't give a shit about that, though. He does no, not care now, about now, that. Now he's in the power spot, so he can just enrich himself yeah. and yeah. his friends. Yes. Yeah, and I could tell you the reason why even where why this means something to me. Like I remember as a kid living in New York City when the whole Bernard Getz thing happened, and and I was a that I was, was a big a, deal. Yeah. And but that there was a huge amount of New Yorkers, from what I understand, that were on his side that said, "Yeah, Screw me included, me included," as like a young yeah. black kid in New York City. <laughs> who you would think, you know, statistically would not be on the side of Bernard Getz. I was like, oh, fuck yeah, I'm on his side. Because yeah. guess, guess who got robbed by people who look just like him? Me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, I know what that means. I know what it means when someone says, like, oh, do you have the time? Oh, what are you going to do? What are you going to do for that watch? What are you going to do for your shoes or your, you know, back then you could die over your Walkman, believe it or not. Yes, absolutely. Uh, you, you, you still can die over your shoes. <laughs> Yeah, I just, I'm day. laughing because I I've been watching uh, clips from Death Wish, that like '70s movie. Yeah, and that's straight up like Bernard Getz stuff. <laughs> about about listen, several years ago, my niece living in New York City, someone hit her in the head with a hammer to take her phone, her her mm. iPhone. So oh, you mean it wasn't? They didn't use a gun. No, <laughs> you know, I'm just trying I, I to tell you, I'm just trying to tell you that this is the craziness that people are living under. And where does the relief come? Like, I get it. I'm with it. Move, get away from there. And I also agree with you guys. It's on the people. The people of these places should start That's holding these up. politicians accountable, regardless of who they are. I don't care who they are. If you are corrupt, you should be punished for that. That's the way I feel about yeah. it. Right. I'm a Republican, but that doesn't mean like one of the reasons why I don't like Giuliani. He was incredibly corrupt. Right. And so that's my thing. If you're good, if you're going to hold office, the people need to hold you accountable for that. That's just the bottom line of it. Regardless of where your political party is, you should be held accountable for that. Absolutely. You, you know, know, every politician in this country swears an oath to protect the Constitution. I, I think most of them are. You know, either they don't, they don't think about it or, or, you know, what they're actually doing or they're just lying when they swear that oath. But, you know, they, it, it's, it's on us to 
to hold them accountable um, and hold them accountable to their oath. Yeah, yeah, I I totally agree with you. So, um, you know, I, I I but ultimately, it's just the answer to it is not us, though. That's the problem. Like, we yeah. can't go in there and rescue those people and take over the states or something. Like, I mean, I guess we could, but you know, we'd probably be in, in still in a bad position because I feel like there's just people who just want to be slaves. <laughs> they just want to yeah. be slaves to these people. You know, and they don't ever want to be free. If you go in there and you take it over, then they'll just be slaves to you. And I don't want to own slaves. <laughs> I don't. I don't. It's, I think it's the most despicable, despicable thing on the face of the planet. But it's literally what politicians are doing to people. You know, how the hell does Pelosi and all these people still exist out there? Go ahead. Jordan. I think that your your point your larger point was kind of going back to what I, I said earlier people don't know the rights that they have and so they like their their you know their their chains to, to the government you know when, when when they're told that oh you don't need a gun to protect yourself because the government will take care of you then you know you don't know you had the right to protect yourself um so you don't even know the rights that you have that's why you are just so dependent upon you know, big daddy government. Yeah. And I don't think a lot of people, to your point, I know I was talking to a lot of folks about red flag laws and I don't yeah. think a lot of people realize what red flag laws are. Yeah. When you explain to them that someone could just realizing that, you know, here, Florida, for example, where we have guns, we all get that. Everyone gets it. But when you tell people like, Hey, you know, if someone, if you threaten someone or they feel threatened by you, they could just go out there and say, Oh, this guy threatened me. I think he's got guns. Someone comes and shows up and takes all your guns from you without giving you due process. When I tell people that they're like, what the hell are you talking about? That that's not possible. Well, as y'all know, in the case of Gary Willis, red flag laws was that was a death sentence. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I'm sure you all are familiar with, with Gary Willis, but he was red flagged in Maryland. I think he had an argument with a niece or something and police came to his door 517 in the morning. He answered the door with a gun because that's what you do when someone's at your door at 517 in the morning. When somebody at my door at 5 o'clock in the morning, that's absolutely what I do. <laughs> yeah. And the police killed him, you know. Mm-hmm. So that, that's kind of how I look at red flag laws is that's a death sentence for gun owners. Um, you know, so, um, who, who flies the red flag? Now you just answer your question. What countries fly red flags? Communists. Oh, communists. Communist yeah. countries fly red communists. flags. Yeah. So is it coincidental? Do you think the Chinese would support our red flag laws? Oh yeah. Oh, of course. To, no, I mean, they, they would. <laughs> they, to Jordan's yeah. point a little bit earlier though, Americans don't have, I really don't think most Americans have a good concept of truly what the constitution means and what it does for for people for american citizens for humans it's there's nothing like that in the rest of the world and and people don't really have any appreciation for what it actually is i think americans today americans today um you know as someone who immigrated to america and went to i went to uh you know the end of junior high school high school here in america even in new york city uh, i figured that out you know but i think that today a lot of folks you're right they don't know that a lot of the people who are growing up now don't yeah they don't understand that they don't realize that they don't know why it's important also i would say this patrick I think people 
people believe, Americans believe that they've got rights, even though they don't know them, they believe they've got rights all over the world. Yeah, they got rights. They got rights. To, <laughs> the stuff they get upset about, they don't have any rights to. Yeah, people think they can go somewhere else and they would have rights. So, for example, if we're talking about there's the basketball player chick. Basketball player in, 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 in Russia. Russia. Yeah, you know, uh, unfortunately, you know, she don't she doesn't have any rights in Russia. I always tell people, you go to another country, you'd be surprised. You even countries you think that, oh, it's that's in Europe. I could go over there and do whatever I want to do. Don't screw around okay? in other people's countries. <laughs> you don't have these rights that, like, you know, yeah. when you see the movies, they go, I'm an American. <laughs> all, I got, all I have to do is get to the embassy. <laughs> oh, oh, no. The embassy's not going to let you in right away, but trust me. No, first of all, yeah, yeah. Good luck getting to that embassy. You're going to yeah. get shot before you make it in there. <laughs> it's yeah. not like the movies. But you don't have those rights, you know? And I don't think people really realize that. Often folks tell me, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm done with America. It's terrible. I'm going to go you live no in some other... You have no idea what the rest of the world's like. Yeah. You know, I, I am so grateful for our founders because it, as imperfect as they were, I believe they set up the best system of government that, and as Anywhere. flawed as it is, but to preserve our rights. And to preserve, you know, they instituted a a system of government that, hey, government, your job is to protect the rights of the people. That's that's your purpose, you know, and, and you know, and whether it wasn't a king, it wasn't a dictatorship, it was a constitutional republic. And and I'm so grateful for their wisdom. Yeah. You know, what's funny about that particular case? I believe her name is Brittany Greer or something. Uh, you know, what's funny about that? I think she pleaded guilty recently to something and they're trying and hoping Basically throwing yourself on the mercy of the court. Yeah, of well, so Russia offered a deal. Do you know who, who Russia wants in exchange for her? Oh, God, who? The Merchant of Death. You know who the Merchant of Death? Remember that there's yeah, a there's yeah, a Ukrainian yeah. guy. He was in a... The, you know the movie? I think it's... Is it called... Um, oh, what is the name of the guy that's the Merchant of Death? If you Google him, you'll see what I'm saying. There was a movie about him. He's basically a Ukrainian that sold all these arms. He's like a billionaire. I think he's worth like... Uh, five billion dollars or something like that um, okay so they want him yeah he's locked up you know victor bout victor bout this guy this is who this is who they want back in exchange for her okay, you know so and uh <laughs> i don't know they if they make that deal you know, they will literally trade out this guy. I think he only has like a couple of years. I think he caught like a 25-year sentence in America for, for his crimes for selling guns all over the world. And this guy worked for the American military at one point. If you ever look up Victor Bout, the merchant of death, I don't know if you guys have ever looked him looked him up. But he sold a lot of guns all over the world. And um, Nicolas Cage has played him in a movie. Oh, that movie. Yeah, I know who, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. So right now we've got this guy locked up. He got twenty five years in federal prison. There you go. Wait, did he have an FFL? Uh, yes, he he did a whole <laughs> bunch of stuff. He did a whole bunch of this guy's, you know. And so they're they're trying to like, uh, you know, they're trying to get that guy in exchange for her. So, um, I mean, I don't know. I, I I'm sure she'll be happy to get out of 
you know, get out of prison. And I don't know if everyone realizes that this is what's happening. And I'm not, I'm not trying to guarantee that's going to happen. But you guys could, in the next couple of weeks, see her get released and see that guy uh, get out of here. But I would say hell no. That's my, if, if it was up to me, I would say no. Mm-hmm. As far as I'm concerned, I don't know why they convicted this guy and gave him 25 years. He shouldn't be. This is one of the um, problems with America. People commit you, gun you, crimes you, you, and you don't would, ever pay for why, it. Why, why do we do that typically? Because they know something about us. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. He still has That's a lot of money, they, by the way, which is why, funny. Why, why go in? I mean, you know, okay, Merchant of Death. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty. I'm um, selling weapons. Has he always works. went on, and it still yeah. goes on, all mm-hmm. over the world. We're the only country that, so, that thinks that. Oh my God, we can't do that because look at the Russians and Chinese and mm-hmm. the Iranians are selling shit to everybody. It doesn't, um, well, busy. when they busted him, they busted him selling weapons to kill Americans. That's when. That's when. But he has worked for America. If you look into oh, it, okay. he has worked for America. But Imagine he's also that. he's also the guy that sold weapons to countries in Africa that had child, you know, these children going around killing mm-hmm. their own families and all that kind of stuff. But that's not why America uh, ultimately America caught him because he was going to sell weapons to kill Americans. Because ultimately he didn't give a shit. He wasn't a good guy. He wasn't, you know, he wasn't a good guy. He wasn't like, you know, he wasn't you, Walt. I don't know that you would necessarily do some of the the things this guy was doing, but if he was going to do that, then why? I mean, why is he even in prison, man? We we don't need we don't we don't really need him on the planet, do we? That's that's the funny thing. But I agree with you. He probably know if he dies, there's probably like a dead man trigger on a bunch of stuff that's going to get released into the world. You know, dead man's trigger. <laughs> that will that will. <laughs> I, I mean, I that's think, a for I real think, thing. That's a for real thing. I think we, people, I think we over sensationalize things at times. No, there's um, people that have that. I've heard. I've heard. Look, uh, we, I've, we 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 sold we we pers- hmm. we provided weapons to we see the North Vietnamese. We provided hmm. weapons to the Taliban. We, every place we've went to war, we've provided weapons when we when I put our tail between our legs and left. Mm-hmm. Um. Are we throwing those politicians in jail? I think the politicians that are responsible for guns that went across the border, okay, uh, to Mexico, I think all those people should be in prison, including Bush. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's, that's what I think about the that. Bush part, but yeah, okay, it was it was there primarily was mul- Obama was, and his secretary. There was there was state, multiple so. there were multiple people that were doing that. That happened through that happened through and, a few different and all the ATF people. Yeah, absolutely. I think they should all be in prison. And and people who were really running that stuff, we figured that out. They they shouldn't they shouldn't be around. Look, I I'm not a fan of Oliver North, man, for that matter, to be honest with you. I know people are fans of Oliver North. I'm not a fan of Oliver North. It doesn't it to me it doesn't matter. Like ultimately they did really bad things that wound up killing a lot of people and messing a lot of people up in order to do something that the that the government didn't want to sanction them to do. And then there's folks well, out there who think they're heroes for that. I don't. What makes me angry is they do everything that y'all are describing, but gosh, if I have a uh, an AR with a 15-inch barrel and it's not registered, then I'm the criminal, and they won't think twice about prosecuting me and throwing me in jail for Absolutely. for having, you know, an unregistered SVR, you know. Mm-hmm. So, like, it, the hypocrisy there is just absurd when, they, you know, they only enforce the law when it's convenient for them. Yeah. 
That's what I think. Mm-hmm. I think there should be. I think that there should be some, uh, you know, consequences for some of the things that folks do out there. And when we catch the people that do it, then you know they should they should get heavy uh, consequences for that, man. What did yeah. uh, the basketball girl do to the Russian? She run her mouth or something or what? She no. brought in a couple of vape pens. Yeah, weed she, vape pens. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> but you don't, She was playing you don't, for them. She was playing basketball for Russia. Yeah, she was playing basketball for Russia. But you don't <laughs> screw with other people's laws. Yeah. I don't know how else to say it. That same thing will get you will get you uh, killed in Saudi Arabia. So You I mean, go to the wrong country, do stuff like that, they will yeah. hang you. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. You know, so now, obviously, in her case, I don't think it's going to come to that because people are aware of it. But I think, as Jordan was just saying, if you go over there and, and you get into that situation, you're, you know, you're, what, what is Walter playing over there? Sorry. Somebody sent me a video. I think somebody's going to blow a gun up. Um, oh, oh, OK. That's a hard, that is a crime. Well. Well, yeah, that's a travesty. That's a travesty. Yeah, listen, um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if we could obviously settle all of these things. I know time is uh, running down here on us, you know. Um, but what I would say is this, man, you know, there is justice. I do believe in God, like uh, Jordan said. We're going to be right. We wouldn't be able to keep the Who Moved My Freedom podcast going without the support of manufacturers like Safety Harbor Firearms. SHF is a quintessential family-owned small business, totally representative of the American dream. Safety Harbor Firearms is a Florida-based manufacturer of the compact entry stock and the SHTF 50 upper for an AR-15 lower. Also, SHF happily delivers on your Sten Gun parts needs. So don't forget to check out StenParts.com and SafetyHarborFirearms.com. Yeah, there is justice coming for everyone, man. I know that you might be able to get away with it uh, with, uh, you know, here on Earth, but, you know, not forever. Hey, you know how we you know how we were talking about old ammo? Mm-hmm. 1938 <laughs> on this ammo right here. Wow. Pre-World War II, that's cool. Okay, that one you shot. 84 years old, same age as my dad. This stuff went off just like it was brand new. Yeah, it went off just like your dad will go off on (laughs) on somebody. Yeah, Yeah. trust me, yeah, you're right. (laughs) He stopped by the shop today, as a matter of fact. Oh, boy. Okay, cool. Completely unexpected, yeah. How's he doing? uh, Same old self. Okay, good, yeah. Jordan, you probably don't know this, but Walter's dad had a stroke. Uh, No, no. Yeah, but he's obviously no, fine. <laughs> no physical you know, paralysis or anything yeah. like that. But, you know, when he when it happened, he showed up in my shop one morning and he was like deer in the headlights. Yeah. You know, he just, mm-hmm. And um, so we went to the emergency room and went through the whole thing. And yes, he had a stroke. and But luckily for him, no messed up body parts, you know, just. Uh, and he's all he's pretty much back to his old self, which, well, that's good or bad. Um crotchety at times and um and who knows where he got that from i don't know that's yeah you know, I, mean, I mean he didn't get it from me he got it from <laughs> no he obviously didn't get it from you yeah, he I gave mean, it to you gra- though <laughs> my gra- well my grandfather you know my grandfather when he had a heart condition also and what killed my grandfather when, when they were roof, putting a roof on his house one year in the summertime in florida he had to get up on the roof and supervise Mm-hmm. And um, that ended up, he was in the hospital when he died. 
So, mm-hmm. you know, let the young folk do the roofing. Right. You don't need to watch. <laughs> you don't need to be a, the boss you know, of everything. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it'll yeah. take care of itself. Yeah, absolutely. Listen, we're over the nine o'clock hour. We do we do need to wrap this up here. And uh, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to start with Jordan. Uh, big thanks. Good to see you here on the show, Jordan. By the way, uh, it's 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 always good to see you, man. One of these days, I'm going to run back through the old shows and show you know when he was twelve. Yeah, show when you were younger. He wasn't. He wasn't twelve. I think he was still just... an intern. I think he was still an intern oh, okay. at GOA when we started doing things with him, though. Right? Maybe it did. I, had to, I had to go back and look, but I'm pretty guys, sure you were still an intern. Yeah, <laughs> it's been a blast hanging out with y'all. I I really um, glad to call y'all my friends, and um, I love seeing you at events. And I need to see y'all other guys at some events sometime. Um, but uh, um, sure, I just appreciate the opportunity to, to be on here and share GOA's message. And uh, I, I appreciate everything y'all do for GOA and the Second Amendment. It just means a lot uh, to me, and GOA is very grateful for all of y'all. Yeah, we. I, I think we feel the same way, man. We appreciate all the folks at GOA. I know there are more folks now, which is a good thing, and uh, all the fighting at, that those folks are doing on our behalf. Do you want to tell the people out there, if they want to like communicate with you, find out more about you, where should they go, man? Where should the folks go to link up with you? Yeah, well... Um publicly he's you know best to find me uh instagram twitter uh it's just jordan k stein um on both of those platforms so you can can find me there but you know also um if you're not already you can become a goa member at gunowners.org you can join for 25 bucks so uh I used to say it's less than a box of ammo, and then it was, you know, now you can't oh, yeah. find ammo. So, you know, now yeah. it's like you can, um, uh, it's a lot cheaper than a box of ammo. So, you know, just $25 to join up at gunowners.org. So. Absolutely. I'm a, I'm a lifetime member of uh, GOA. Yeah. So. I think I'm a year-to-year member, but I do support mm-hmm. GOA. Yeah, absolutely. Babyface, tell the folks. How they can uh, communicate with you, find out more about you, the Babyface P projects? YouTube.com slash Babyface P or uh, Instagram baby underscore face P. Uh, if you want to go see me shooting a flamethrower, go check out my Instagram. It was thanks to Walter. But uh, that's that's how you can find me. I'll, I do have projects coming. I'm not sure what they'll be or when they'll be here, but we'll have some more stuff coming up eventually. I just got to figure it out. Yeah, I guarantee you there's more footage of, of that flamethrower from this weekend than guns. <laughs> Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, there it is. Yeah. yeah. I know I have some good stuff. I haven't put it up yet. Walt, uh, how can the folks, where can the folks uh, go to to find out more about you, communicate with you, uh, et cetera? They want to see us. Uh, Secretary of Firearms is on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram. Also on Utreon. Um, um, Dirtfoot Racing, the stuff I do with the mini bikes and things with the engines and such. Once again, YouTube, uh, safe. Uh, uh, God, yeah. Okay, are you sure you're not having a stroke right now, Walter? Do we need to be concerned about you? Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, and some Nutrion stuff. And then there's StunParts.com, you know, for all your StunParts needs. Yes, Yes. absolutely. No, I don't don't believe I'm having a stroke right at the moment, but um, Mm -hmm. I'll I'll let you know when it happens. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, we shouldn't be joking around about it. it can happen know, to no. anyone. We're all old enough for us uh, for it to happen. It, it to can us. happen to very young people too, by the way. Yeah, too, absolutely. So. Yes. Um, Armin and Axis says Jordan is a good brother. Um, I totally agree with that. Look, a lot of last time I saw Jordan, I always give Jordan a hard time when I see him because I love him so much. But I am very proud proud of you, Jordan, and good to see that you're still out there fighting the good fight, man, and doing all the stuff that you do. You know, it's it's really cool to uh, catch up with you every now and then, man. But I, I just want you to know that. Very proud of you. I am going to do this. I'm going to run in the end, and we're going to come back. And you, I'm going to elect you to leave us with words of wisdom. So you got a couple of seconds to come up with your <laughs> words of wisdom. And uh, we're going to be back here. I'm going to run in the end right now. <laughs> All right, guys, thanks so much for hanging out with us here on the show. We're going to rip the audio out of this, throw it up on iTunes and all your other favorite places to get your audio podcast from. We are members of the Firearms Radio Network, to sh so shout out to all the folks who are joining us from there. Big thanks to Babyface P. Walter from Safety Harbor Firearms, as well as Jordan Stein of GOA. Jordan, words of wisdom. All right. I, I guess I've been saying this all throughout the podcast. I didn't prepare this or anything but like you know we've said you know politics is downstream of culture right we want to get rid of these bad gun control laws we want to hold you know anti-gun politicians accountable right so we have to go out and affect the culture right so everyone has a sphere of influence of people who we can affect right and that if you if you're a parent it might be your children you know if you're a high schooler it might be you know people who you go to high school with Use your sphere of influence to change lives um, uh, for for the better, right? You know, take your friends shooting. You know, have have the conversations about the issues. Um, you know, use those the relationships you have because everyone has influence on each other. No matter what you think, you have influence over other people. Use your influence for good, so we can affect the culture and and uh, affect the politics downrange. Absolutely, Jordan Stein, twenty twenty four. We're going to see. I don't know when he's running for office. Jordan, <laughs> I, I, I will declare. Listen, I I am running. But I'm running for the hills. <laughs> okay, all right. Okay, guys, we are out of here. Let me hit the buttons. Hold on, I gotta press these buttons properly here.